Feed me more. Back in living color, back in person. Yeah. Back with your little tray of cockroaches. Fried cockroaches. <laughs> Fried cockroaches. <laughs> you no, know, JD, yet this week we, uh, we, are, we are awaiting his uh, response. We, uh, we uh, had our recording time, and he think he, uh, he, had to, he went to a dinner. We don't know what happened to him, though, between the dinner. He said Did he, he get confused with, like, Eastern and Pacific time? No, no, he never gets. Uh, <laughs> I, I, well, I think he, he might have had a date with a... Uh, with his girl. Okay. That makes sense. And uh, I have a feeling, I don't know if he took a, a blue chew or not. That uh, He's, he's uh, wrestling? The hell, he's, yeah. He's, he's having, having a wrestling a match wrestling right match now. Wrestling match going on. And uh, me and Asian dude was like, well, let's just start the show here. We, uh, and we'll, uh, if, he, if he gets a hold of me, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll take a break and, and bring JD back. But, uh, yeah, man. Got the new laptop in. I'm yeah, really the new laptop seems that. like it's working fine. I think. What was the issue with the last one? It was. Uh, it was using a, a slower Wi-Fi. This says, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't connecting to the stronger channel, and it. Um, this one. This was. Is this a five? It's a. This one is five G compatible, I believe. It's five uh, gigahertz. Yeah. Um, five. Yeah, five gigahertz. You know, basically a separate channel for the Wi-Fi. I mean, technical terms. Okay. Um, so it's a newer version of the the eight oh two dot one one AC Wi-Fi. This was better priced than the other one. Yeah, too. because it's using this one's using an AMD processor. The other one using uh, an Intel okay processor. I don't. Know but I did notice that. It, yeah, you don't know what it is. It's but stupid. It's a different two different uh, companies that. Compete with each other for best the best processor. Computer. So is this one not as good, or is it just? Is I mean, it's like just a little cheaper. It's just okay. a little cheaper. AMD is usually known as a, a cost-effective, cheaper processor. People's so, processor. Yeah. That's what I. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, that's gonna be that's gonna be your new. Uh, I the just I'm the, I'm the people processor. <laughs> it's, it's no Ryan. It's just a cheaper processor. No, it's the people's processor. Mm -hmm. It's just it's it's you know it's it's for the people by the people. We got a, a nice Darren Young interview, a.k.a. Well, a.k.a. Darren Young. He is Fred Rosser. He's going to be, uh, we got a nice, uh, nearly an hour-long interview with me, him, and J.D. Uh, later on in the show here. I think you guys are really, really going to enjoy it. He's the reason why we don't have the wrestling news. That's yeah, that's the other thing. There's uh, no wrestling news this week. We, uh, we, had the, we have a, a long interview with uh, Fred up, and uh, that's going to kind of be the, we talk a little bit, quite a bit of wrestling in that. And whatnot, so it's uh, and plus two, and you do wrestling news all the time. I feel like that's what they get. They just they, they it's where they take the things out of context, and like it, it's uh, me and JD, we talk about it sometimes. It's just everybody else talks about the wrestling news, and so yeah. it's like, how many times can you talk about the wrestling news? Yeah, I, I mean, it's I think not I, a bad thing. Yeah, it's, it's not like, a bad thing. I mean, it's just like it should be like for any like big 
You know, like it's, it seems like it's gonna be gossip. Yeah, it's no, like it's, more, it's, it's more we just do it for the people that like to, to yeah. hear because it, we have a, a portion of the fan base that enjoys hearing what we think about it and whatnot. But it's just like me and JD, we talk and we go, man, we don't care about it. Well, well, it's really no because normally <laughs> I don't watch. Happening. Well, I don't watch wrestling, um, but I did see a post on Twitter that Ric Flair got remarried, yeah. and he walked. He the walked. Time. He actually walked down the aisle to Ric Flair drip. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Man, he's always styling and profiling. He was. He was wearing wearing white. I think Dolph Ziggler. Uh, yeah, he Ziggler was. Had walked his wife yeah. down, didn't he? Yeah. You better be careful there, Nature Boy. <laughs> Show off is. Uh, you gotta watch him. He's known to uh, steal your girlfriend Uh-oh. or wife. Uh oh. Just gimmick wise, but yeah, he, yeah. I think it's a little bit of real. Of course, I'm there. sure. Son of a bitch. So congratulations to Ric Flair, the fifth times the charm, I guess. <laughs> no, man, I guess you just, what's the song by Aaliyah? If at first you don't succeed, try, 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 to your ass? The agent. Yes. <laughs> and then when I saw that, I was like, wait, me? I'm no, like, no, yeah, out, yeah, am yeah. I dating you? I was like, I didn't know that. <laughs> I don't want you cheating on the, is it Justin, the, the other guy? <laughs> right. I would kept on Jason instead of J- Justin Jay, all the time. I didn't even know his name. <laughs> You're getting them all mixed up. Oh, Jay, yeah. all these Well, there, there, was, there was alcohol involved, so that's probably the reason why I didn't remember. <laughs> that, that will do it to you. I haven't been, I had actually, we, uh, we had a, a date night last night after I actually went and, um, well, I'll talk about that in a second. I saw PJ uh, Black when had dinner, but uh, he was in town for the Olympia. But the uh, we had a date night, and uh, I went and got some red wine. And I had. Did you guys had, go for a date? No, I went. So I went to dinner with PJ Black, oh. and then I met her. We've already <laughs> oh. gone on some dates. Okay. And uh, it was already late at night, and so she uh, she wanted to come over to meet the dogs, and so we did we did movie night with Shallow Hal. She'd never seen it. Oh, really. That's with uh, Jack Black? She, she, Is that with Jack Black? She still hasn't seen it. <laughs> we'll we'll talk it, about that we'll, later. We'll, uh, the blue chew, the blue chew we'll, was involved? We, we, we will talk about okay. that later. Okay. <laughs> so you had to get... And, uh, we got to get JD on the line for that so oh, we yeah. can uh, do some... Well, uh, I mean, I think JD is probably busy using the blue chew... Right yeah, now, I don't so. see it's. I, don't stuff, think. I will say the stuff is amazing. We're going to be... It's, uh, they're going to be sponsoring the show. But and I, And again, I... Wouldn't it be saying that, as you know, I've lost sponsors when I don't, uh, if I don't think something is great, I will not lie and say it's great. All right, JD is live and ready. I can't. Oh my God, he's. Perfect timing for the match matchup. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to go ahead and uh, we're going to get the, everything tuned up here. We're going to bring JD on. Do you want to pause it for a second? Uh, you know, I want the people to hear it. I just want to see, I want them to see the process of the show, what we do here. Yeah, watch, well, it's going to be technical difficulties. Nothing works. We don't we're even. Mike, we're gonna, gonna tell uh, editor is like, hey, editor we're Mike, cut. if it's uh, he popped for the name editor Mike, by the way. Yeah, did he did he keep track of what uh, what our uh, ticks ticks are now? No, I'm probably gonna have to pay him a hefty fee for that because <laughs> it's gonna be so time consuming. <laughs> it's gonna be past his regular work time of. Uh, all right, we got a. I don't like is it there a reason why that's not connected into the sound on this? The technical difficulties oh, is yeah. gonna be a thing here. Yeah, there's. All right, we got the technical difficulties out of the way. JD is here joining us from Florida. JD, I I chalked it up. I said you had a. I said you had a, You came coming back from the restaurant, and I said 
I go, it looks like JD got a hold of some blue chew, and he may be having a matchup here. So uh, we do not know if, uh, depending on the length of the match, if, if you would be joining the show. But we'd like to see that you, you went over in a fairly strong manner. And uh, it was still, it was, it was a respectable amount of time. So, Well, sometimes I like to eat after I wrestle. You know, nobody likes to be bloated and, and try and put in a, a long match. I know, that so, is a uh, very good point. I never thought of we talked about our sushi endeavors before, how I can't, I would never want to go on a big sushi date first. Diarrhea afterwards? Yeah, oh, that seaweed, seaweed, seaweed yeah. gets you every time. You got to. But you know what? But the thing is, though, like, if, if the, the girl, if you had to leave after dinner, it's like, oh, my God, that guy is so sweet. He, uh, he didn't, yeah. didn't want to come home with me. complete gentleman. He means gentleman. Nope, he had to take a shit. Meanwhile, he <laughs> pulled over at the, the Chevron just with a little key in the back destroying yeah. the bathroom. Yeah. Dumb and Dumber style, legs kicked out, just, jeez. I actually was, with a, uh, with a blue I was leaving, direction. I was about to leave the restaurant when I messaged you, and then uh, my date had, uh, what was going on there? Oh, on what? What happened? Uh, no, it was, it said somebody else was calling me. Uh, oh. But I, w- I was getting ready to leave, and uh, the date had ordered a, piece of of cake with a candle in it so right when i thought we were leaving oh okay yeah so there was like a 10 15 this is a birthday coming up correct today today oh i don't know it is monday happy birthday this is the name of the show now happy (laughs) birthday jd oh and a darren young interview (laughs) (laughs) so you are are you now officially 36 Yep. I'm still the oldest in this fucking podcast. I'm horrible. Are you the oldest? I am the oldest. How old are you? June 20th, 37. You're 37. Yeah. Man, you're old as fuck. I am old as fuck. Yeah, you're not, you're not too far away. Hey, I'm still the young 36 here, bucko. <laughs> I'm enjoying this all the way to November 10th. Mm. I'm going to live this up every week, yeah. old man. Yeah, I know. Um, limber and young. <laughs> well, of all course, the, uh, of, of course, people would say that you look older than I do, though. I probably would. I feel like I, I shaved the beard. I feel like I look pretty young today. Well, Asians don't age, as we know. My, the girl. No, when we turn fifty, we'll. She we'll, says sixty is when it goes down. Yeah, for the Asians. Yeah, so we're like, so I'm like, I'm like eighty years old in Asian years. And she showed me pictures. She looks the same from like the time she like matured. It like it doesn't look any different. No. And I'm just like, this is. <laughs> and then she showed me a picture of her mom, and her mom looks great still. Just the rice. Like, it's, it's the, the arsenic. It's the arsenic in the rice. You were saying that. What's the deal with that? <laughs> Have you heard about this, JD? Arsenic? No. Yeah. Well, not, not I was listening. I was listening to a, a podcast um, uh, with uh, Joe Rogan, and he was interviewing. I forgot his name. Um, he was a USA fighter. I think it was a champion, and he talked about that he had high levels of arsenic in his body because he was eating a lot of rice. And so I looked up on the line and looked at it. I was like, man, a lot of Asian people like, you know, eat a, eat a lot of rice. So I found out that, you know, because of using the groundwater is coming from the ground. So that's where a lot of the arsenic kind of seeped through. And so rice has a high level of arsenic. So um, What's the danger of having too much arsenic? Obviously cancer, um, you know, di- uh, I think type 2 diabetes or okay. whatever. And then also the decrease in intelligence, which is probably, probably understand why Asians are, are smart in the beginning because as they get older, as eating rice, the intelligence level will level off to the average 
Average people. I wonder if that isn't wow. the problem in America here going on. That people are eating a lot of rice? A lot of rice. I don't know. Is but I, that's what I've read. I think uh, I read that brown rice has the most high level of arsenic, even though people say brown rice is healthier. But um, looking into it, it's like, man. And how is this getting into the rice again? It's for the, the groundwater. Because it's coming from the ground. Yeah. And so it's, you know. This is just kind of a result of us doing a lot of bad things. Yeah, the pollution and all that stuff. My buddy. So I guess, I guess it would depend on the area that the rice is coming from, right? Well, I mean, I've read is just rice in general. So whether or not it was grown in California or Asia, I think. I feel like rice grown in Montana would be all right. <laughs> I'm a big believer that Montana is the 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 safest. Well, this you got to realize to. though, like you're getting also rain because like it's grown outside. Yeah, and yeah. and so you get the a lot of the pollution from the rain and stuff like that. So build a build a new facility for like indoor, in like like rice. like farmed like farm, farmed rice like clove like you know like like how salmon's raised. Yeah, it's like keep it in close. Just me walking around with a little. Asian hat in there, just like talking to the rice and like spreading. It's a blood. sun hat, not an Asian hat. It's Sorry. just a sun well, hat. Yeah, so that's <laughs> sun hat. I don't want to. I'm just. That is. I was just for the listeners, so they yeah. understood what I was. Well, talking Well, I about. mean, I understand some of the listeners might might or some of the PC police. Right back makes racist comments. Yeah, makes racist comments about about Asian hats. Well, I'm clearly wearing it, so it's a white hat. So it's <laughs> just spreading love and positivity to all the rice. Sure. Arsenic free rice. Sure. Nobody, so nobody buys. Well, it could could this be a new entrepreneurial adventure? Open up a big rice farm in Montana. That could be where I go next, JD. Especially after this Aurora cannabis little uh, the <laughs> stock uh, stuff that's going on. Me and you have uh, happy times in the old uh, big guy. Yeah, camp. we're not going to have a podcast after this. Once I'm just going to disappear. Yeah, yeah, I promise like, you, I will be in Montana. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, just I just quit everything. Just it just doesn't. Uh, I had dinner with PJ Black last night, and he was talking about one of their buddies hit it big and won all this money, and he disappeared, and nobody's heard from him for years. <laughs> you know what we could do is, is walking it's, into the it's, Bahamas. It's, instead of having different guests on, we can just broadcast the podcast from a different location around the world. That would honestly be just bring the little podcast unit, screw all the high tech stuff. Just, just a different location, drunk as shit every week. <laughs> the most politically incorrect show, just getting bashed by everyone. Just, but just having the time of our lives. Oh, yeah. So what's the what's the worst problem you experienced this week? Well, I fell asleep on the beach, and when I rolled over, <laughs> my swim my swim trunks came up a little bit, and I burned the ever living shit out of my ass cheek, and now I can't <laughs> sit down. Like, what am I gonna do? Everywhere I sit, it hurts. These uh... are the biggest problems I have on my plate right now. Yeah, no, yeah, life didn't suck today. It was, uh, it was a, a blue chew night with the Asian last night. And we don't, not we me, get, not me. No, yeah, I got to clarify that. I, I, call, I call Victoria the Asian, um, and uh, she's the number one contender for the Big Guy Championship right now. And uh, we put blue chew to the test, and uh, and uh, we had a we had a we had a nice little matchup. It was a uh, JD. It was one of those deals where. Uh, you know, we probably we, the they they gave us they gave us the, the producers in the back gave us twenty, and uh, we were kind of selfish and uh, we went over on our time and uh, probably about twice as long as we should have and uh, got a little bit of heat for it, but um, we ended up turning it into a two out of three falls match also on the fly out there and uh, so I got to say the blue chew was uh, 
it, it did not it, it did not under deliver it, it uh it lived up to the hype so you know the thing is is it, it it's very important you got to have the people if you have the people and you're taking them on that roller coaster ride the ins the outs the ups and the downs yes. you have then you just you you stick with it because if they're getting their money's worth then you just ride it right out i don't think this this wrestling match is supposed to be for the people <laughs> I think it's only No, it is. It's always for the people. What are you What are you talking about, Joe? Yeah, well, I mean, I definitely don't want to see it. Pervert. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was uh it was a good time. If uh does she listen to the podcast? She's Well, I I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, she probably will at some point. But I mean, I've clearly named her the number 1 contender for the Big Guy Championship and you know, JD, if sex was an Olympic sport, Blue Chew would be banned. So, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, steroids. Performance enhancer. Performance enhancer. Not steroid, Jesus. Come on, Asian Joe. Well, uh, yeah. But yeah. It's important. It's important to point out that all Olympians are already world class athletes, but yet most of them use performance enhancing drugs. So that, I would like to clarify that as well. Sure. Yeah, that was and it was it was it was for demonstration purposes too for this. Yeah, you need. But to I will. Out, I, you need to I, test I, out your product. I will be asking for more. Um, In the name of science, I will ask for like packages of like three hundred of them just to have them on hand. <laughs> I'm not gonna Did lie. They taste really good too. I actually, they're like little wait, sweet tarts. Wait, they're they're, tur- they're turbles. Yeah. Oh, okay. But they're like they're like they're like a little mini uh, sweet tarts. Oh, dude, that that would be dangerous during during Halloween. Oh, <laughs> like, <yeah>. hey, kitties. <laughs> Big guy just hitting Ryback arrested for handing out blue shoes to oh children. Oh my god! That did great. you have a whole one or a half one? No, they're only they're twenty five milligrams each. So the, I did I did the the regular because you can't really they're hard like hard candies. So yeah. it would have been like I didn't even think about splitting it up. I figured it was twenty five is not didn't seem like anything significant. But did it, your vision turn blue or no? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Well, no. I mean that's that's a side effect of. Uh, oh really. Of C- of Cialis, it is yeah. Oh no, that one was uh, that was the Blue Chew. This one was the it's uh, more Viagra, the, based, like right? the Viagra one. So, oh okay, yeah, no, they, they're legit. There's you're not gonna hear a bad thing. They uh, so I was happy they 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 hooked me up with some of those to try them, and uh, it was uh, it's the real deal, and uh, we'll we'll talk about that more. But it was uh, happy to have them on board. It, it's a real deal. You can't argue with it. It's like the stuff works, but they, it is absorbed a lot better. So, because that was a that's a fairly, I believe that's a fairly low dosage or norm. Maybe it's normal. I don't know, but felt like Superman. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Just right. three dudes talking about wrestling <laughs> matches. Yeah. So uh, wait. So our weekends. Yeah, what happened with you? What uh, you invited me I out? I invited you out. Um, I came. The Asian to... didn't want to go out. No, I tried to invite you and the Asian, but apparently the uh, blue chew was in in the way involved with the wrestling match. So me walking around there, all blue chewed up. Yeah, so um, I went to hang out with Vicky Chase. He was actually hosting at Crazy Horse, uh, three, and so we had a good time. And then um, I was trying to get invited you out. We had like two free bottles. I know. Well, it's a production, and you said the Mandalay Bay. One, if she wasn't going too, for me, I was like, kind of like, well. Well, I mean, like, no, me she out. was getting a limo from Mandalay Bay, and then, um, then they took us to uh, Crazy Horse. But you could have, you could have drove to, or took an Uber yeah. to Mandalay Bay. But the issue is that I found out that if you that's a hell of an Uber ride from here to there. Though. That's true. But if I found out that the club actually have to pay the Uber drivers for any drop offs. 
and then they and then based on what how many people they drop off, they charge cover to the people going into the club. So I found out uh, one of the clubs they paid like fifty dollars a head every time an Uber driver drops off somebody at the club. They they pay the Uber driver fifty dollars. Yes. Like tip them out fifty or yeah, like I either yeah tip them out or give them fifty dollars per head to drop them at Uber out whether or not you're going or whatever. That's crazy. That's literally free advertising for them though, or that's that that money is like. Because those Uber drivers, when people out of town are like, "Yeah, what, what can we do?" Crazy Horse Three, my yeah, man. That's or, the place yeah, to go. exactly. And that, that's and they're gonna they're making their money back easily. Oh yeah, on that for probably. sure. And so wow. even if even that's if actually really smart. yeah, even if you're on a guest list, they still have you still they still charge you the fifty dollars. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's insane. Um, but start doing that to get just to, to at, throw random weekend parties at the big guys and tell the Uber drivers, "I'll give you fifty dollars." Yeah. Ahead. Charge uh, hundred to get in. So I really want to thank Vicky Chase for inviting me. I had a really good time, and I, she's awesome. I. What's her deal? She an active performer. She's an active performer. Um, we we're actually celebrating uh, Mexican Independence Day. Um, because she's she is Mexican. People think that she's Asian, but she's actually full blown. Really? Yeah, she definitely looks. She has the characteristics of an Asian, you know, an okay. Asian woman, but she's Mexican. Oh wow. Um, but she's very beautiful. She's awesome. Um. And then uh, I think I remember she sticked her face, her ass in my face. So that was a good time. But speaking it's of ass, night. yeah, speaking of asses, uh, the next what? night, yeah, she put her ass in my face. So it was awesome. Was I didn't, I didn't, the... I didn't need a Bluetooth at that, that point. That so, was, uh, well, you were also in the club probably too. Yeah, I was in the club. Yeah. And so, um, but yeah, I definitely had a good time with Vicky. And then uh, the next night was actually Kendra Lust, who you actually know. They met a few I've times. They actually said hello. They said hello. Oh, and, hello back to them. And um, so Chuck. celebrating um, a birthday. Her birthday is actually tomorrow. How? Oh, no, we're not allowed. Uh, uh, you can look it up online. Uh, so, yeah. um, but yeah. at but also so thank you, Kendra, for an awesome party. And then, but during that time, there was actually a twerking, like a, a Guinness Book of World Records twerking. Um, record that was being broken by Jules Ventura. The uh, original record was two hours, one minute. She beat the record by two hours, 30 minutes. Um, so congratulations wow. to Jules. Do you think she just like woke up one day and said, I want to be a champion? Sure. I, I, don't, like, I, what, I, I can't speak for her. So, What do you think fueled that? Like, I want to be the twerking champion. Uh, it's, it's just... Notoriety, I guess, what, just to be, but I mean, it is cheap no. heat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious. I'm like, I don't, I didn't know if you like conduct an interview. That would be my first question to, to what motivated you to be. I mean, she lives in Vegas. Show. We try, I'll probably, I'll ask her if she can come out to well, do the got show. A, got a third slot here. Okay. I got you matching headphones now, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're got, I got to order, we're gonna order another pair for the when the guest PJ wants to come into town black, okay, and do the show like once a month, okay. He wants to come. I told him he could stay here and just be a random guest on the show. I go, I got the third seat. It's still yet to be filled. I built this podcast studio, and it's just kind of. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I mean, hopefully we get our first guest in, and then we'll keep getting live guests. Yeah, so. well, we got more and more. It's. Uh, I'm enjoying the interview. You do have to. I think I do. I think based on the camera angle, you might have to get either use my camera for a wide-angle lens because it's going to cut me and you. So I was it. 
See, this is why I wish that camera I had. I wish it worked because that wide lens was perfect. Work. But I mean, I have my camera, and yeah. it, it's a wide wide angle lens. I might just have the. Uh, I got to figure. Out, I, I would like to sell that and get money for it at least. Yeah, you should. I just don't know how to like. What do you just put it on? Like, I've never sold anything like on the. Just I mean, probably an eBay or something like that. You never sold anything in the ring either. Yeah. Right? Oh. <laughs> Uh, the wrestling, the wrestling stuff is still alive and intact. Yeah. Well done. I also want to um, congratulate. Um, I remember, I think a couple, of, a couple of episodes ago, I mentioned Kimmy Granger, who actually used your meme of your. Uh, Are you trying to hook up with her? Sure. <laughs> no, I just want to. <laughs> yeah, give me that blue chew. I'm ready to go. But no, um, no, Kimmy Granger is now officially a fleshlight girl. I don't know if you're familiar with a flashlight. Yes. No, I've heard I of actually, them. Oh, I know uh, what that is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. can you explain what a, a flashlight is? It's a... Fake well, deal. It's a, it's a goddamn... Uh, it's supposed to be like a flashlight, but it's not. It's a... Flashlight. Go, go, well, yeah. It's a, it's a, um, it's a sparring... Um, you know, you practice your wrestling moves before the actual. It's for the mark for life's out there. If they take the blue chew, sure. for them to have something to use. Yeah, when on. when they're alone and it's, stuff it, like that. It's a vaginal replica. Yeah. So, so marks. Really... The marks are familiar with replica belts. <laughs> this is a replica of China. So, um, yeah. So I just want to congratulate Kim Granger. She's awesome. Uh, I love her. She's a sweetheart. And um, I'll get a flashlight and I'll try out the blue chew. You <laughs> tested out on that. So I'll test it out on that. This stuff is amazing. <laughs> The uh, hook, hook it up to uh, to your computer, and you know you can program some AI into it. Oh yeah, Get it. It, they actually it have like VR goggles. Over time. They actually have VR goggles that actually hooks it up, um, and then I think there's a con- contraption that you can plug it into or something like that. Wait, it's hold still... on a sec. You wear goggles? And... Yeah, it's the VR. You know those VR goggles where you're watching like um, you know a, a wrestling match, and then you want to be part of the action, so. Um. Yeah, that's pretty much. Joe, Joe are you you're, you're not talking about wrestling though. You're talking about when a, when a man and a woman come together. <laughs> sure. Relations. <Okay. laughs> I thought we're keeping. I thought we're keeping to. Wrestling. Well, I don't. I don't. I don't necessarily associate virtual reality with 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 uh, wrestling. I mean. I'm, I mean, keeping, it, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping it real over here, like you know. Yeah, you're, well, you're taking it a little too far. Well, I mean, like this. look, technology, man, AI and stuff like that. I mean, you can be actually, you know, soon you're gonna be actually at the match. So in the future, so you just never know. A lot of them are already able to do it. They just hop the guardrail. Yeah. So hold on, hold, hold on a sec though. So the, you put the goggles on, and it gives you the the visual, and then you just like what you plug in the flashlight. I think they they I think there's a few contraptions where you can actually plug it in and does movement. God, this just sounds so pathetic to me. Why not just like get a hooker? Well, I mean, for a low price of sixty nine ninety nine, you can save money. That on hooker spending. will love you over and over. Yeah, again. exactly. Does that, does that include Does that include the goggles? No, I think that's separate. Oh yeah, definitely. but I mean, no, the thing no, is, no, well, here's the thing though. It's Battery's just like, not included. But that. you know what? You're thinking of a, of a long term investment instead of a short term investment. So, you know, because like you're gonna be in the long run, you're spending more money on a hooker, and then or a girlfriend or. <laughs> yeah, that's because <laughs> maybe those guys are smarter. Yeah. It's, so, 
Yeah, they're they're they're, they're lonely. They're giving they're, they're, they're getting more bang for the buck, you know. But you want to know what's something? The, the, the other ones breathe. Yeah, what if you don't want it? Doesn't breathe. <laughs> Conversation with the dad has completely gone off the rails. Call, call, me, call me crazy. I don't. I don't mind a pulse. <laughs> well, you get to stick it stick it in warm water and keep it warm. Jesus Christ! <laughs> All right, let's, let's move on. The, uh, the, uh, we had the uh, Leah Hardo. Yeah, Leah the, we had the 2018 Mr. Olympia in Vegas. I was stayed as far away as possible from all of that. Why Why is that? I'm not a fan of... Uh, and I t- me and JD talk about this a lot. And mm. I think it's... You got to be very careful uh, in this. I... Uh, oh, is it because of your supplements? Or is but yeah, it, well, oh. that's a big thing. But the, I'm, a, I'm a big believer in, in supplements. and I, But there, there's... It, it's a really fine line with all this. It's like... It's like my personal preference is not to do steroids. Oh, I talk about it. I think I was yeah, you did mention this before. That that thing attracts a, a wide array of people that do those yeah, from, yeah, the, yeah. from the competitors, and it's I don't understand it, and I don't want I, I just don't want to be around it. I don't like surrounding myself with that kind of that atmosphere mm-hmm. and whatnot. A, there's a lot of really good people that go there that don't do that, yeah. but there's there's all I'm a big believer in just surrounding yourself with things that you enjoy and like not. It's not something I want to really surround myself with and whatnot. So I try to, it, it is what it is. And it's a, but it's a business at the end of the day. Oh, yeah, for sure. There's also, there's a lot of assumptions too that lead to very unhealthy lives. Um, a lot of people don't understand that the handful of people every year who compete in the Mr. Olympia are all genetic freaks and, even without the drugs, would probably have a better physique than a lot of the people who don't compete. But the people who aspire to be them don't understand that like, you cannot overcome genetics by yeah, yeah. taking more drugs. And what ends up happening is, is they, they're trying to get to that level. They're trying to be those guys, and they can't, so they just have this mentality of more is better. Yeah. They start taking more drugs and more drugs. And some of these Mr. Olympia guys, people would be shocked at how little of drugs some of them actually have to use. Compared to and other guys that are compared using to, yeah, yeah, compared to most guys because, you know, genetically they're just – when it comes to that field, they won the genetic lottery these people yeah. and it's very hard or they for other respond people. very well there's different well but, you know, but that's part yeah, of it too right? it, yeah and it's very hard for a lot of other people to accept that um they don't have the genetics because they think well i'm putting in the hard work i'm eating the meals and everything else but it's just so they it, ultimately they think more is better and there are unfortunately several people who you know, either cause long-term damage or seriously put their health at risk. And uh, no, it's, it's just not... Lot, it's a lot of people. It's, yeah. There's a lot... Vegas, the problem has gotten really bad here. I told you there's... there's I see there's girls from the gym that... And I and I know this because I know one of the, one of their friends and they, she told me about it. And you watch them on their... If you watch them on their social media, they... And it is what people are going to do what they're going to do, but... They use drugs to eat junk all day, and they post how they eat junk all day, and they drink nonstop. Mm-hmm. It's just like a 
it's just an unhealthy life in general. And I kind of just like, I just don't, I just, people are going to do what they want to do. And like I said, and me and JD talked about this. It's like, it's a personal preference. And I just, I, I choose to not do that because when I was younger, I chose to do them from the age of 20 to 24 off and on because the people I looked up to as my heroes, I found out did them. And so I justified in my mind that that was okay. I never want to do that to a kid or an adult or somebody and I've had all my success without doing that outside of being on TRT in the normal range and monitored by a doctor. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's just, that's just why I feel so strongly on it. And uh, because I know how it affected me. And I believe that we have a job, especially when the world it is frowned upon by in, in sporting events. It's, I really wish we can get it under control. And I, I told JD this, I really wish the, the Mr. Olympia, again, there's too much money being made, but I wish... I just find it odd that it is allowed to go on where it is It is known that these people use these things, that it is, it's just weird to me that it's still allowed in this day and age to, to even take place. It's just, I don't know. I, I just think so much more good could come about if they eliminated them altogether. I'm surprised they haven't. I mean, they, I but they, so they what they'll say, well, the physiques would drastically change. Yeah. So that's, but... In the next 10, 15, 20 years, it, would, it wouldn't matter anymore. People would, you know what I mean? I feel like, or we would look for natural, healthy ways to improve the body rather than these drugs and these things that are clearly, you know, at the levels that, that some of these people are doing them are just, it is, it's absurd, but it's, just, it's not good to begin with. It, no. Because you can't, like JD was saying, if a, if a guy has superior genetics and he does so-and-so this, this much, in competitor B, C, and D don't have those genetics. So then what stops them from just doing more and more and more and more? And sometimes we've seen it where competitor C or D doesn't have the genetics of competitor A, but he does so many drugs he actually beats them. And like I don't understand that that um, that mentality. And plus, a lot of the that. judging is all is all objective too. Absolutely, and, and it, so it's it, like, well, it's yeah. all it's a business. It's it like is. anything. It's all a business. Yeah. They and it, it's it's all subjective and. You don't, it doesn't discredit any of the, the, the participants, the hard work and all that. It's just, just take it, take away the drugs, monitor a TRT program, mm -hmm. have, have some rules to the thing to where guys can't just kill themselves if they, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, uh, but I just stay away and it, it was, I let them, they do their thing. I do my thing. I, I stick to my way. And, uh, you know, you know some, another thing too is some of the compounds that get used are not bad. But people will yeah. use them at dosages that where it, it's not healthy because some of these compounds are medical from, uses too, right? have medical. Well, yeah, that's yeah. where they come from. You know, they use them for cancer treatments or they use them for other muscle wasting diseases and things like that. So they actually do have a benefit to a certain point. But more than steroids, there are other drugs that get used. And just... Well, uh, there's one I won't use. I won't give it the name. Um, is that that fat burning I, compound? Uh, yes, that is one of the main ingredients of rat poison. Yes, yeah. That that the, people don't it, don't get the name out. Oh, yeah, okay, it, yeah, yeah. I got yeah, you. It, it's um, and that's one of the things where you can shed all your body fat in a matter of days. Really, but it it cooks your organs to some extent. I've right? heard of so, people dying from yeah, this. Yeah, then yeah, that's that's right. People have died from it. So. Just like people have died from uh, insulin, taking insulin yeah, yeah. 
for, for bodybuilding purposes. There's another thing. Insulin saves lives. People who are insulin dependent need it to survive. But there's people in bodybuilding who, if they take it at the, the, the lowest possible dose, they're okay. But of course, always got to take more, got to take more. And now, you know, I've personally heard of people, you know, six degrees of separation, two different people who died from, from going into an insulin coma, um, from taking it for bodybuilding purposes. And, but it's, you know, some of the other ones too, you know, like this fat burning one, and there's a couple other ones. It's just like, they're so dangerous, but people, they want to look good on their Instagram pictures aside from filters, but they don't want to have the discipline with the diet. So they're eating like shit, but they're still got their abs and their veins. And it's like, it's just, it's not a good, uh, that's what I'm saying. It's a bad, it's a bad, it, 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 because unfortunately most people compare themselves to other people and that's just the way that it is. And it just, but it, 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 it there, there's no end game to it. And no. it, you can't, you can't force how you see things if you, because you've, you've been on both sides of the fence and that we've talked about this in, in last thing. I, and I never want to be judgmental of anyone, but I just said, you know what? I just don't want to be around it. And, uh, I'm happy. And, uh, I, I do the things that I'm going to do. And I, I feel very, uh, content with that. I got my blood work done here. I was telling you healthiest I've ever been on, uh, they got to do, we're actually going in for another round to do, uh, they got to add the cholesterol. Their cholesterol didn't come in maybe on the first one yet, but, uh, like my natural IGF level was, uh, very good in the normal range. Um, in the fasting diet is, uh, the intermittent fasting is really, really, um, helped a lot. I'm gonna, um, I'm actually, I was talking to PJ about this yesterday. Um, Black is, we went out to one of the, the, the Brazilian steakhouses here and uh, we talked for two chatty Cathy's for probably like three, four hours there. And I did a Was drink. it all, all you can eat? Like, yeah, oh. the ladies, but they kept bringing me coffee and their coffee was like in a little cup. It's one of those but Cuban coffees? it was coffees? so strong. It's, a Cuban, it's gotta be the Cuban coffee. I was so wired. I espresso. Yeah, espresso, yeah. I, I had such trouble going to bed last night and uh because me and it it was the time was flying by and i had my last one like at nine something i go fuck i i I drank this way too late and uh but we were talking about the intermittent fasting and how the health benefits increase on the longer and like there's the omad diet one meal a day diet i read uh uh, it was a 30 minute book i got on audible there's only one book on it then i was looking online there's two different routines on the one meal a day diet you can eat for either one hour all day, then you don't eat. The rest, you could drink water, black coffee, teas. Or you could do it in a three-hour window because the reasoning for it is you get the health benefits after the 20th hour of fasting. You, Your body, and PJ was explaining it to me too, it's like essentially you, you start replacing all your white blood cells or they start dying. Something starts happening at a cellular level. Stem cells, everything. Um it amplifies at the 20th hour. So that three hour deal is you're getting one hour of that really, really cool period of the fasting. And then you're getting your calories in a three hour window. So now I'm like, well, I'm doing this eight hours eating 16 hours of fasting, which you start burning body fat at the six to 12 hour mark. So no matter what, I'm usually getting at least four hours of pure, just burning body fat for energy. But so I want to switch it to in today's day one, um, I got one more meal here is I'm eating in a six hour window now to try to get accustomed to doing six. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to, then we'll try to do it in five. So, you, do you, so you fast for 18 hours yeah. and then eat for six hours. Yep. Okay. So now I'm cutting, I'm doing it now. Like today 
my first meal was like a little bit four and I'll eat till 10 uh, today. So right after the podcast, I'll have to go and, and make my final meal mm-hmm. and it'll be a good sized meal. And, uh, and then it'll be, I won't eat again tomorrow till uh, four o'clock. So, and, but I, it's, I do my workouts. I feel, I feel great. And I, my body weight, you, you you release so much more growth hormone doing the fasting. And uh, so I'm going to, that's what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to see what my levels are at doing a longer fast on the next blood result. I got to, I wait, I think we do them in like 10 more days Okay. and uh, I'll be able to see what everything is at uh, after doing like maybe a 14 hour fast. Mm-hmm. So I can see, cause they should be, they should be noticeably higher on all that, but just try to be healthy, man. I just think it's the only way to know is get regular blood work and I'll post that up actually too, when I get the new results and just so people can see. That I don't do drugs either. This is common thing. Ryroids, or uh, that's uh, that's a go-to by people that aren't really articulate usually. And, right. Uh, they got to be blocked instantly. But okay. Yeah. But uh, I, I don't know if you guys saw this week actually. Uh, Paul Orndorff. I saw it was actually this was one of the good things about social media. This is one of those positive deals. One of the a former wrestler for WWE. WCW, uh, his health has been uh, an issue for quite some time. He actually, there was a, a deal with a GoFundMe with the son, Travis started where uh, they said he was he needed to pay the property taxes on his house. He was about to lose his house and he had medical issues and they, they needed, it was a $10,000 GoFundMe, 5000 for the house and 5000 for the medical. And uh, because his health is starting to decline, right. pretty, and he what isn't able to do is like autograph signings and appearances that he relies on, and uh, unfortunately, a lot of those, a lot of the guys from the period, uh, general misconception is in wrestling in general is people just think everybody makes millions upon millions of dollars. It couldn't be any further from the truth. Right. He again, a long time has passed since he was in his heyday and whatnot, and but I noticed there was, uh, anyways, the, the money was raised in a matter of days. That's awesome, and. Uh, but I noticed there was some, some, of course, some negativity on from people on there, and it's just like, guys, come on! Like, there was a woman who was upset because she didn't, she had to go fund me, and nobody was donating it to it, and that and she was this guy blew all his money, and you guys are rewarding him, and like on the page, leaving these, like, come on, mm-hmm. don't do that. It's not a, but the son handled it really well actually, and but I was happy to see they, they were able to get that together, and uh, anybody that saw that on the stories or. It chipped in for that thank you. It's, um, but I was telling JD, they're actually, I got a couple messages from people attacking, like attacking me. Well, why don't you just pay the whole $10,000? They essentially just like, yeah, like, didn't you see the news that I'm struggling and then I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm selling no, houses? Just like and we stuff. and JD were talking about it. It's like, ah, come on. Like, I know you said Jericho had a thing happen like that to him too before, and it's just like, it, no, you don't, you guys, don't, you guys are missing out on the whole purpose of this whole thing and it's uh, it's just frustrating just just people uh well i mean people i mean they're just block them you know you you also got people taking advantage of the gofundmes and stuff like that and 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 people look at that and they they try to criticize you know because now nowadays but now now nowadays people who have medical bills they go to gofundme to help them um, pay for the medical bills so they don't be bankrupt because medical bills are so freaking high and their insurance or if, if they don't have insurance, whatever, they can't afford their medical bills. And so that's why they use GoFundMe. Yeah. Um, 
you know, and and and, and that's the that what people are criticizing it because that's what people are doing, um, and you know, it's just unfortunate, you know, you know, th- you know, stuff happens, and so, yeah. if, you know, people, yeah, people just have to understand too that it's never any one person's responsibility to pay the whole GoFundMe. It yeah. doesn't matter. Like it's just, it, it's crowdfunding. If, if somebody contacts you <clears throat> directly and says, you know, listen, can you help us out? And they're, you know, they're keeping it private. That's a completely different scenario. Yeah. And you can have more than enough money to pay off the GoFundMe, but that doesn't mean that you should, because people don't know what other charities you're donating to just because it's not public where you're putting your money doesn't mean that you're just hoarding your own money and you're not sharing it with yeah. anybody. And I mean, it's, it's charity. So any donation is a donation and it's better than no donation. And there's a lot of stupid GoFundMe's out there. There's a lot of ridiculous oh, GoFundMe. Yeah. I mean, I, I've seen GoFundMe's from wrestlers who want to go and pay for a tryout somewhere across the country and they set up a GoFundMe for their plane ticket, for their hotel, for their rental car. And, you know, there was a one guy I remember, I never say anything, but I told this guy off. He had a GoFundMe and it was for a tryout and he had a, a brand new baby. He had a brand new baby. His baby was like two months old. He didn't have a job. He wrestled once a week probably for 50 bucks and he wanted he wanted to go to uh i think it was like a ring of honor tryout and it was across the across the country and he was trying to raise money and he in the gofundme it says if i can make it to the ring of honor tryout and if i can show them what i have there's a good chance they'll hire me and i'll sign a contract and i'll be able to make enough money to take care of my son otherwise i don't know what i'm gonna do you don't know what you're going to do, motherfucker? It's called go get a goddamn job and take care of your fucking kid and stop being a mark. Yes. And, and oh, I want to play wrestler for a living. Well, you have a responsibility of a child. If you want to play wrestler, that's fine. Don't bring a fucking kid into the world that you can't afford to feed. Yeah, you know, Because now... That, yeah, because then it, it becomes about... Your life is now about your child, not you. Yeah. And it, you don't, don't... Do not stick your hand out and tell people well I need your help to get here get a job, pay for your kid and if you have any money left over save up and go to the next goddamn trial but don't panhandle because you see it as the quick ticket to paying your bills and looking after your kid wrestling is secondary once you have a kid well I think that's the thing again there's all different ones out there still still, still gets me fired up (laughs) play some uh, heated music there that my editor Mike if we could the uh, maybe that uh, what's it when the cage is dropping dun 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 now this was clearly not the case though on, on something like that so it was just no. can, to see people it was a, a man that, that was in a, in a bad position and the son was trying to get a little bit of help and so Happy it worked out. It had a had a positive happy ending. It was one of the cool positive things about social media, which is nice to be able to, to talk about. But I think we take a quick little break right here. We're gonna come back. We're gonna do some tips of the week. We're gonna talk about follow this a little bit. I yeah, think. Yeah. And uh, you know, do some plugs. And uh, yeah, we'll be right back after these messages. 
Guys, looking to last longer and go a few extra rounds? Get to BlueChew.com. BlueChew.com has the first ever chewable that brings you performance in the bedroom to another level. Check this out. They've got the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so they work. Since they're chewable, they'll work even faster than a pill. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And this stuff is cheaper than those other two, so this is a no-brainer. Plus, you don't need to go to the doctor's office or spend time waiting in the pharmacy line because Blue Chew ships straight to your door in discreet packaging. Here's a great deal for you guys. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use promo code RYBACK. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's BlueChew.com, promo code RYBACK. All right, we are back. Enjoying a nice ice cold Azevia. I also got a... The, uh, remember I told you guys about that uh, grass-fed bone marrow that I'm taking, too? A little while ago. Yeah, a little while That is by uh, Ancestral Supplements and, and got in contact with them, actually. Ooh. And, uh, is that with an A? Yeah, A, a with the AncestralSupplements.com. They're, uh, uh, they're actually, if you guys want to try any of their supplements, you can save 10% uh, on their deal at the AncestralSupplements.com uh, with code RYBACK10. But it's uh, they have they're sending me a new cartilage formula that has actually been shown to, to help with the cartilage production and maintenance of the cartilage, and uh, it goes very well with the stem cells. So I know I talk to a lot of people. There's a lot of wrestlers out there too that have joint issues and, and tendon problems, and uh, the the grass-fed bone marrow. And there's a cartilage. It's a I forget the exact name of it. I I need it, but it's on the ancestralsupplements.com. But it's a cartilage supplement. Check that out if you guys get a chance. They, it, it's again anything we ever promote or anything is uh, because I use it and believe in it. So, but other than that, did uh, you wanted to talk about a little bit about follow this, right? The yeah, uh, JD, did you see it? I actually did not. I'm terrible. <laughs> it's fine. Just, uh, just agree on this thing. Yes. Well, you could. It sounds good. I think after you, after I you saw talk, it. Just refresh my memory here. Yeah, I, I think I, I think if we talk about it, you probably want to see this. Um, so follow this is actually by the the people from BuzzFeed. You probably see all the viral news. Is that like a TMZ type? Yeah, kind of. Do they have more credibility than TMZ. I wouldn't. I mean, it's probably just as the same. But yeah. I mean, they 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 actually do talk about interesting. T- Topics and stuff like I was that. I going to tell you though before you did you see the news thing I posted of the North Carolina thing of the the hurricane? No. The, well, did you see that JD? The Rogan actually posted it. The weatherman before you go into. The, oh yeah, he faked. He faked the uh, getting blown yeah, off, and then two guys tried, walking the back. Two guys just walking in shorts yeah. in the background, like no, it was blew my mind. And uh, right before the video starts, you hear that it's a war zone. And like I'm just. <laughs> What well, what's really cool about uh, BuzzFeed, they actually did, remember I mentioned about the uh, the parody channel that I did for Water Rocket, they actually um, did a report of the Pokemon parody. Um, oh, really? Yes. So I was actually Pretty involved, famous. I was actually involved in the BuzzFeed Pokemon uh, parody, uh, and BuzzFeed talked about it. The life you live. Yes, I do. Uh, yes, it's an interesting life. Um, but <laughs> no, um, so follow this is, uh, is a series on Netflix. Um, it's like I think a twenty-minute episode um, show. So there's a couple topics. I, I actually, it was pretty interesting. So one of them, one of the topics goes uh, ASMR, right? It's ASMR, which is autonomous sensory uh, meridian response. response. Yep. 
So it's like a tingling euphoria, is that correct? Yeah, it's a tingling so, euphoria. So it's a, it's like a tingling sensation on your skin that, based on what you listen to. So obviously, people who are deaf are unable to to feel yeah. what's going on. So it's usually if you if you type in ASMR on YouTube, there's a ton of I videos. Was shocked by this. A ton of videos of people like what we're doing now on like when we're podcasting. So they're taking. Yeah, they're they're making those type of noises. Hold on, like what kind of? Yeah. If I just made how many, how many many listens do you think we can get with just a YouTube video of me (laughs) just going? Dude, we should make we should make a Ryback sensory or Amazon episode. Here we go. I'm, I'm sure JD, JD, look on JD's face. JD, is that turning you on at all? <laughs> Just ca- caress that microphone. Love it, and it will love so, you. So, so it's so, zero views. You know, so so they um they talked about zero. it. They talked about it. They you know they interviewed a few people who actually did some of these videos, and actually uh, some of them were actually do live uh, ASMR um, type stuff, and so it's like a borderline of like a fetish. I mean, it's, it's, like it's, soft a, cor- it's like soft porn it, kind of, it right? It is. And so, like, you know, people are saying it's not. People are saying it is. And it's just going back, you know, vice versa. So, um, but there's, you know, are YouTube people, is, is full of these people. Are, are making, people making money as a career I, now? I'm being, sure. I'm sure they've, they've... Next up on Fallon, ASMR star. Uh, yeah. Well, well, so wait, I, wait, wait a minute. Hold on. People are popping off to people making popping off sounds. No, I don't think they're actually popping off. I think they're just listening to it, and they give it. They give you. They give you a sensation of popping off. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just it just gives a tingling sensation. I don't think they're getting off by it or popping off by it. So, um, it's just a different feeling that you get. From listening, I'm just trying to think of different things to say now. Yeah, I just so what's really interesting is uh, so my uh, my friends from Water Rocket they're actually doing a new clip store, a new channel uh, called Porn Star Eating, where it's just porn stars or girls just eating. Um, so they actually had Tara Patrick uh, eating uh, uh, a jar full of pickles. They had April O'Neil uh, eating uh, noodles, uh, ramen noodles. Really? Um, yeah. So slurp those noodles up, yeah. baby. So slurp just, them right they're up. just making. I've got a cupboard full of ramen noodles in there. I could cook them all up. Yeah, you could have have Ryback Ryback eating me more, just eating. Yeah, you could say you could say. Might not be a bad way to get more traffic to the channel. Feed me more. <laughs> so yeah, what so yeah, so definitely listen. I mean, if you if you're if you. If you're curious and want to check it out, uh, if you want to develop a weird fucking addiction, check out ASMR. <laughs> yeah, uh, but in another episode, um, I actually want to talk about last week um, uh, a rapper named uh, Mac Miller. Yeah, uh, passed away um, overdosing. So one of the episodes, yeah, I think 26, 25? Really, yeah, 26. Yeah, so um, one of the episodes life talked support. the that life support. Was, yeah. yeah. So they actually have so in Canada, um, JD. I don't think you're familiar with this. They um, they actually have safe houses where people who are addicted to drugs can go to, and and use the drugs without uh, federal agents or uh, authorities coming in and arresting you. 
So at the safe houses, they actually have medical personnel there. So in case you do overdose or have a, a bad reaction, they actually have medical supplies to save your life. So, you know, you get your drugs, you go to this facility and have you run out of booth or something like that and do your drugs and then they monitor you um, to make sure that you don't um, die. Um, and so it's a topic in, I think in Seattle, they've been trying to open one up because um, the drugs... Um, so, you know, they talk about the pros and cons of it. You know, a lot of the the, the, the pros in it is, you know, there's been zero death based on... Uh, so people that have drug addictions can go to these places and do their drugs and be monitored. Yes. Because there are people that actually just, they try to use them somewhat responsive. Is it that kind of a thing? Like, um, they, have, they have this addiction, but they have enough control over it to where they realize... Right. That, you know, they, they, they interview these people where they live to, they, they work, they live for these drugs. Yeah. So, and, you know, because, you know, for example, cocaine, heroin, heroin is like the strongest, you know, one of the strongest drugs where it's hard to get out, yeah. get out of. And so, um, obviously the pros oh. is like, you know, you're doing, you know, obviously there's cons of it because you're doing drugs, but the pros is that there's been zero death from using these facilities. And so it's unfortunate, you know, because drugs is going to be, it's, you know, regardless if drugs are illegal or not, people are going to still use drugs. Um, you know, and, and, and you know, yeah. and with these safe houses, at least they interviewed a few people where they actually talked to the medical personnel saying that I need help. I, is there, you know, you know, there's few people who overdose and they actually they save their lives. And once they experience a near death experience, then they realize I need a sober up. Yeah. I need a and so the medical personnel will give proper you know um, you know information on, on how to get away from these drugs and stuff like that. So you know, I mean, we have you know in Amer in the United States we have the the opioid opioid addiction yeah. that's been going on. Um, which is interesting because a lot of the, the opium are coming from Afghanistan. Really? And so... Ever most since, of it, yeah. Yeah, most of it. So, I mean, there are stories where you hear our military are guarding these opium farms. Poppy fields, yeah. Yeah, the poppy fields and stuff like that. And so it's, it's quite a coincidence that after 9-11, the opiate addiction has, has increased since then. Um, so you would think that there's got to be some sort of responsibility, whether if it's underground or whether our government is involved um, with this. That the world is a screwed up place, Joe. Yeah. When, uh... So, um, so yeah, follow us. They, they have quite a few uh, other episodes that I you like can check the, out. I uh, like the, the future one, the, the future the, of a, things. Oh, yes, the yes. The one with because I remember I wrote down, and because it had the, that you mentioned it briefly a, a couple episodes ago. Yeah, we did. swapping. Yes. And with the, the voice where they showed the videos of, like, Obama talking, and it looked like. Yeah, Jordan, Jordan Peele did the voice of Obama. Yeah. And it, it showed. It was scary. It was scary it because, real. because it showed Obama. And then if they didn't show the the side by side view, you would never, you would never know that it wasn't Obama actually talking. 
and you know the mannerism the the facial expressions i mean like i think i mentioned this that like you know they're imitating you know you, you can imitate the, the president and saying that hey i'm gonna bomb north korea yeah. and start another war and and if that know, technology they were talking about yeah it, it is it, improving it into the wrong hands yeah and and and, and it's using ai to interpret facial expressions. Yeah. So you, you only need a picture of somebody. Exactly. And it can literally one picture. The AI can learn your your facial, facial movements where they look one hundred percent legit. Yeah. So um, it's a interesting. I mean, it's more of a documentary, news documentary type stuff. So um, if you have Netflix, definitely check it out. Um, it's some, some really interesting subjects that makes you question a lot of these things um so yeah there was also the the, there was one other episode i liked the because i liked the asmr the the future the future of fakes um the there was the sex workers one also and i actually do want to talk about that but um because that's you did one or you didn't i mean i'll i think probably something that may more talk we could talk about next episode okay. i think because there's a lot of topics that that we can discuss yeah and that. then the the men's right activist one i thought was yes that pretty was good yeah but it was uh it, it's a good it's a good show mm-hmm. I think it, and it's, it's 20 minutes i think it's a short each episode it's yeah. they're short it's 20 25 minutes tops i think it, it's not long at all mm-hmm. but uh so are you suggesting that we talk about the sex workers on a different episode de- dedicate more time <laughs> Perhaps th- that segment will be brought to you by Blue Chew. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm just, just, yeah, because just... you did, well, you did mention earlier about instead of getting a flashlight, get, you know, JD get mentioned a... that, by the way, right? Yeah. That wasn't me. I'm no, sure. it wasn't you, but I was talking to JD, but, oh, um, making sure. <laughs> but yeah, getting, getting a hooker instead of a flashlight. To our, to our, hold on. To our listeners right now, nobody's looking at you, but show of hands, who would rather. Have a hooker over a flleshlight <laughs> JD <laughs> Which like you, are say, guys, on, you are on camera JD yeah. this week just reminding yeah well nobody <laughs> watches the YouTube show yeah, anyways, but yeah. <laughs> only 134 people at tops the uh, editor Mike we got to get that YouTube channel going hey actually if you want to watch on YouTube be more and more channel Oh, watch, yeah, watch Phoebe Moore Channel. YouTube.com slash Phoebe Moore Channel. We'll mention the plugs, but I'll just mention it now. I don't even watch it. Or listen to it on iTunes first and then just download, listen to the episode like for two minutes to get the the listen or the view on uh, YouTube. Yeah. I wonder how they track that. Maybe maybe we should do something really weird on on the the channel so people could watch it. Yeah, we're going to be doing ASMR. Yeah. Yeah, I already (laughs) gave them free ASMR. Yeah. Well, that's listening, anyways. But you could actually physically see me doing it. Yeah. But well, we should... I mean, if you want to put the goggles on, Joe, and you want to, you know, do your pop uh, off to me popping off. Ha- well, your hand, your hand, your hand, your hands-on product testing. If yeah. you want to film it, I mean. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's, it's going to be uh, no uh, friendly. I don't think it's going to be friendly on YouTube, though. I'm really going to try to think of a really clever. Well, we, we, I mean, we, we can we can distort some of the movements, right? I mean, uh, oh, the sure. editor's good. <laughs> Editor Mike does do a great job. Yeah, but we're gonna pay, pay Asian pay Joe to that little the uh, gong noise. We could do something with the, you doing a gong. Yeah, when like I'm, when about when I'm, when, when I'm popping off when I'm popping off. Yeah, I'll, pop I'll, it off and yeah, with a gong, gong and just a whole deal. Yeah, so good deal. <laughs> I think we're gonna go ahead and uh, we got a great Darren Young for, interview for you guys here. Fred Rosser, he's doing some great things, and I think you guys are really gonna enjoy. 
Enjoy the interview with myself and JD. So uh, stay tuned. We got the Daring Young interview coming up next. Ryback invented this. Ryback invented that. You've all seen the made-up headlines, but the one thing the big guy Ryback did invent is Feed Me More Nutrition. All natural sports nutrition for men and women. Available on FeedMeMore.com and Amazon. Check out FeedMeMore.com and click on our monthly specials. For our Wake Up Unlimited Energy Cherry Limeade, buy one, get one half off. And vanilla, iso-hungry, grass-fed, prebiotic-enhanced protein isolate, buy one, get one half off. We have something for everybody with Feed Me More Nutrition, so swing by the website and check it out for yourself. Feed me more. And we're back. And I'm excited here, JD. We got a we got a good buddy back all the way from our Nexus days. Guy came up through Florida Championship Wrestling with, and uh, we have quite the history. We've wrestled wrestled quite a bit over the years, and uh, it, it's been exciting watching his journey. Talking about none other than Fred Rosser, aka Darren Young, Mister No Days Off. How's it going, buddy? I'm doing well. I'm doing well, Ryback. I'm so happy to be on your show, man. When I first started FCW, it was you and Rosa Mendez that really opened, you know, made me feel comfortable, you know. So that's one thing that I always say about you and Rosa. You guys made me feel comfortable my first day at FCW, June 5th, 2009. You know what? I was going to, that's funny because I, and I asked Stu and, and PJ, because going back, sometimes things become a blur, but I remember speaking to you when you first got there and I didn't remember if it was day one or if you'd been there a few days but I remember talking to you and I was going to ask you I had written down if you remembered our first interaction because I, I'm sometimes uh, a little what's the word I'm looking for I don't remember sometimes I've, I've blocked out a lot of FCW stuff <laughs> no, from the ankle injury and it was like for whatever reason like that time in Tampa I remember bits and pieces and uh, so I was curious on that when you said it's funny that you said that. What would you remember our interaction at all? What it was? I don't like me, Skippy. You know, ride back. Uh, I'm not going to be like Stu and call you Skippy. You always be, <laughs> you'll always be Skippy to me, but to the world, you are truly ride back. But um, I don't remember our first encounter. I just vividly remember you and Rosa just being so kind to me and just being. Uh, uh, very good people to have around. Yeah, no, I was, uh, I remember the moment, I do remember when I met you, you could just kind of tell, I feel like when you come across people, like if somebody is a good human being or not. And, uh, and like, that's kind of, I always gravitated towards uh, Wyndham and Bo down there, Stu and, uh, you know, PJ, the guys, there were, we had a lot of really, really good human beings down there during that period. So, it was, Bro, uh, we, we put in our time, you know. I don't like being called former WWE superstar. Yep. I just don't like the word former. Yeah. I like being called veteran. We're veterans, bro. We've done this for a long time. We beat our bodies up. We're WWE veterans. So anytime I do interviews, podcasts, uh, speaking engagements, I say I'm a veteran to the game. No, absolutely. That's one of the things. It's funny because it seems like yesterday when we got started, and, and it, it, it's truly – I look back, I'm 36 now, and, you know, I, I've had my injuries, which I've discussed relentlessly on this podcast and, and the stem cells and all that stuff. But all of us 
came in and you, you know, you wrestled on the independence for many years before coming into WWE and to have any sort of run in the WWE and, and, and handle that schedule and whether it's, you know, two years, three years, five years, it is, uh, it, it does a number on you and, uh, what you said couldn't be truer, but sometimes I feel like we're, we're in that moment still. Like I, I, I'm in that, I don't know where you're at as far as me. I don't feel like my career is anywhere close to being done. What about you? Where do you feel you are right now after, you know, saying being where you are and, and going through the system, where do you see you yourself in this point in your career? I, I, I stole a line from Mark Henry. I use it a lot in my speaking engagements. And when I wrestle, I always say I still got a lot left in the tank. I'm 34 <laughs> and we're both Scorpios, I think. I, I'm November 2nd. What are you? I, yeah, November 10th. Yeah, we're stubborn. So we're, Scorp so we're Scorpio. So like that's why we gravitated towards each other so quickly. Um, but what was your question again? I just went off uh, subject. You answered it pretty much just about where you are in your career, where you see yourself. You know, and you say, you know, you have a lot left in the tank. You, I can. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm 34 and uh, this is still fun to me, whether it's in front of 80 people or 10, 15,000 people. It, it's still fun to me. I'm healthy. Um, I enjoy doing the limited schedule. I remember um, great, isn't Gabriel. It? I still call Gabriel Gabriel. Um, he asked me, would I ever go back to the company? And it'll be a year. It'll be a year in October that I've been released. And. I didn't leave on bad terms, big man. Like no, uh, I was doing, I was doing media. I was doing media uh, at a Clippers game on a Saturday and Sunday at 11 a.m. I get a phone call from Mark Carano and I raise up out of bed like the Undertaker. And I kind of knew, man. I kind of knew what the deal was going yeah. because I had already moved out to L.A. Um, in August and the release happened in October. So I, I kind of felt like, you know, uh, my time was coming. So I moved out to L.A. To take to take care of some you know business with the clothing brand that I'm associated with, but um, yeah, when the release that. happened, um, I wasn't upset. I just said, "Hey, it is what it is." I'm not Michael Jordan, but Michael Jordan can't play forever, and everyone always comes back, bro. Like it's the revolving door. So um, when I got released, I wasn't I wasn't upset. You know, life goes on, and I'm happy uh, with what I'm doing now. Now, now, when did that happen? Like, as I know for me, you know, my situation, I left. And uh, I, was, I was really injured, and, and I've talked about that. But I know, like, when I was in developmental and I was released, that was extremely hard on me, mentally, more than anything. And, and I was going to ask you on that because I, I wasn't around during this period. And when you're away, you tend to kind of, uh, you still stay in contact somewhat with the guys, but you're not in, you're not in the loop. You kind of don't know what's going on. As yes, much. I, yes. remember, I remember being, but it's like guys like us, and we came. Oh, I, I always say it with all the Nexus guys, we can go years without talking to each other. There's just we will forever from developmental have a bond that exactly broken. Exactly, bingo, bingo. Yep. And it was. I was curious how when that happened because I know you're one of those guys. When I saw that, and I'm not saying this because I'm your friend or anything. You're one of the guys I saw in WWE. And being I, a trainer. I remember yeah. you saying that. Being a trainer. trainer I remember yeah. you saying that in the interview. And you're right, too, bro. I would love doing it. I love giving back. But you're but one of the... Continue. It, it, that's not for everyone. Like, I can say for me personally, I would want nothing to ever <laughs> do with that. I, can, I don't have the patience. I, if I don't see somebody giving the effort I would give, I'll fucking cut them off. I can't... I'm not... Yeah. Gonna, but yeah. you're, but you're, you're a more patient man than me. That's like... <laughs> there's a reason why some 
performers can go on and they can excel in that role. And others, you see like a guy like Stone Cold Steve Austin or other guys, they, they do it and they leave and they, they're not involved in the business nearly as much. And, but everyone's different. And you're always one of those guys I've said, I could just, the, the, you love helping people and you have the patience for it. Where I always thought <laughs> you were going to be a guy that was stay, that stayed in the system, that and eventually would gravitate towards a trainer or producer role or something of that nature. So when I saw they released you, I was surprised, on just from from what I've always told you, because I, I I always saw you as you were a very valuable guy to have on the roster, and you're one of those guys that would be willing to help spread the knowledge and pass it down to the younger talent, which, like you said, as a veteran, is extremely important to have guys like that and. That's why. Did you ever get a clear cut answer on on why they wanted to part ways with you? Well, I always say like budget cuts, budget cuts. You know, just to get a rise out of myself. But <laughs> uh, you know, Mark Ronald didn't give me a reason as to why I was being released. Obviously, they didn't have anything for me really. So I did the live events for a little bit, and then ultimately it led to my release. But like I said, I wasn't really upset about that because I knew it was going to come eventually. I was more upset this past WrestleMania. Finn Balor, who I love, yes. who's an amazing talent, who's great behind the scenes. Uh, I was more upset with the opening match. Uh, them finally embracing the LGBTQ movement. And, you know, you know, I was upset and I was kind of like uh, sour. I wasn't even invited. I would have loved to have been invited to WrestleMania. Hey, guys, you know, uh, check this out, what we're doing, Darren, Fred. Uh, we're doing this LGBTQ representation. And like I said, I love Finn. But the night after WrestleMania, I cried. I'm a grown-ass man. I'm yeah, 34 no. years old. 34 fucking years old, and I cried like a fucking baby because I wasn't invited. And yeah, you know, uh, people want to call that selfish. All I do is embrace the community and yeah. uh, people who get bullied for uh, various reasons. I celebrate people that are underdogs, you know? So, like, for it to be selfish, well, you can call it selfish if you want, but I just wish I would have been there to see the strides that we're making because yeah. for me... Uh, being the first openly gay WWE superstar is very big because now I have a duty to instill confidence in our in other youth, people. and that's yeah. very important to me. Absolutely. I was going to say, and I remember seeing something about that, and I think it's hard because I think a lot of us, and we grew up watching WWE, and, and we love WWE, uh, and, and then we go there, and, and we everyone has their story, and then things aren't always rose, you know, all roses, and that you, you have differences with people and whatnot there. But you, you I, I I can understand exactly where you're coming from because you you you've the, the, the wrestlers are the core of that company and without the wrestlers the WWE does not exist and, and you on top of not only being a performer for them had the courage to come out like you did and, and while you were an active participant on the roster, uh, in which I I'm, I had you know I'm sure was no easy task to to take on and with the way people in social media and the amount of hate we have in this world it, it truly takes an unlimited amount of courage to do that and, and to see them the, the strides wwe's made with the women and, and just on, on many different facets of professional wrestling that they were a little behind on compared to other <laughs> and i think we all we laugh but we all it, it's the truth of the matter but i can understand your frustration and, and that that's something i i wonder why you know, you weren't asked uh, to just to simply be a guest to share part of that because just I, to be a guest, I can know, you know I, know I got really to you. 
You know, it's funny. I got released October 29th. November 2nd was my birthday. I didn't even get like a happy birthday, you know. So, yeah, yeah I'm 34 years old, but I, I, I definitely, you know, I definitely treated the whole situation like I was seven, man. Because, yeah, I mean, it hurts, man. It, You know, it hurt. It hurt. So it is what it is. Life goes on. But that's what upset me the most. Yeah. But no hard feelings because when I was there, man, and when I was finally given a chance to do a singles run, it was Vincent Mann that had my back. It was Vincent Mann that actually listened to me. The most intimidating thing, and you know right back, the most intimidating thing about Vincent Mann is his office door. Yeah. Once you get through that, man, then it, you know, the sky's the limit as to how you approach him. And I approached him with the Bob Backlund idea. And, you know, ultimately, you know, it's unfortunate that people that work under him didn't have my back. But Vincent yeah. Mann had my back when I approached him about uh, the Bob Backlund idea. And I had it written out. I had it. Uh, uh, I had visuals. I took the idea from Mike Tyson and his trainer, Cuss. Yeah. They had an unusual relationship. So I was like, after I'm done teaming with Titus, um, I want to be paired with Bob as my life coach because I've done appearances with him where he's energized just like I am. Yep. So I said, you know, I want this crazy man in my life to be my life coach. So I had it all written out. I gave it to Vince and ultimately he brought Bob in and it was taken off. But like I said, unfortunately, people that work under him didn't have my back. Yeah, that's one of the things, too. I was going to with Vince. I always found that, that once you're in there talking to him, it was very easy um, and unfortunately, in the world of uh, the WWE and professional wrestling, with it being scripted entertainment and whatnot, it's not like other sports where if you just go out and perform or this and that, you you know you're going to play, you're going to start, you're going to be in a good position. It's, yes, it's a it's an entirely different world and ball game. And until you our futures are controlled by a pencil, dude. Yep, our futures are controlled by a pencil. They can pencil you in and erase you out. It is what it is. Yeah, I lasted long, big man, and I'll admit to it. Uh, I have no problem being a utility guy. I have no problem making other guys look good. Believe me, I'm going to get my shit in. Yeah. But I have no problem making guys look good, you know? Most of the time, the Titus is doing... What's that? I was going to say, when I left, I wrote the, my, my deal on the, on the pay structure, and I feel like most guys, we, we love wrestling, don't have a problem making other talent and putting other guys over. It, it, for me, it was always the, uh, how the pay changed. Uh, that if, if your role changed, how, how much differently your pay would go up and down, which I firsthand witnessed. But I always found, I think most of us that, that love professional wrestling, of course, we all want to be the champion. We all want to, quote unquote, be the, the perceived winner. But a lot of us, we, we, we have no problem going in there and making other guys look good or, or doing, you know, being a utility guy. And I know that I, I could tell that you always you, you love wrestling. <laughs> But eventually, ride back, you know, someone like me, give a dog a bone, man. Yeah. Like, yep. and Miz, you know, Miz, of all people, when I first met him, I couldn't stand him. When I first <laughs> met him, not stand him. He was the loudest guy in the room, and I would yes. walk out. I would, I would walk out and hide. Yep. But when I did my last program with him, he actually helped me out when it came to promos, when it came to the match. Yes. And he actually got behind me, and he actually got behind uh, the people backstage and said, you know, he wouldn't mind dropping the title. If he wins it back the next day, me, I don't fucking care. Yeah. Give a dog a bone. A Give me something. Yep. You know what I mean? So he was behind me. It's just unfortunate that the people that work under Vince McMahon didn't have my back. And, that, and that's one of the things there, and it, it is that is one of the most difficult things to overcome, that uh, 
if, uh, if for whatever reason there's one guy or two guys that don't like you, then then producers can start joining in and quickly. <laughs> you know, if there's one guy that they think they you know might be taking over the company and they 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 want to stay on his good side in case the old man croaks, then you know it's a very that's very real shit that goes on there. Though and it's I not understand. no, but it, and so you're absolutely right. But it's all part of the quote unquote the game there and surviving, which is. It's craziness. It's crazy, Landon. Until you experience that, you can't truly appreciate it. But it's like I I I understand what you wanting to have have a moment, you know, here a moment there. I think as all guys that give their bodies and their time to the company deserve to have. But Miz, you brought up Miz is a guy. The best thing to ever happen to the Miz, I truly believe, is Maurice, uh, because I, I I believe that kind of toned him down a little bit, and. Uh, <laughs> And I mean that, and I mean that I've always liked the Miz. I've came up with him from from uh, Deep South Wrestling, from Tough Enough. I know, and he, I know, he, I know your I almost, history. I almost I fought him history. several times at the bar when we were in Deep South Wrestling, <laughs> and uh, I had to be held back. It was, uh, and I love him to death. But he, you get a few drinks in that guy, and he was, he was, he was a hundred times worse back then as he was uh, in the beginning of WWE. But as later on in his career here, I think he's really, really. Uh, he, he, he's matured and grown up as we all That's have, funny. I feel so. And I think he gets more satisfaction out of helping others too at this point along because he's in a good position again. So absolutely. I totally agree. And speaking of drinking me, I'm 13 months, uh, alcohol free and it's a uh, wow. personal, personal preference, man, personal preference. When I made the move out to LA full time from Tampa, I still have my house in Tampa written it out, but back and forth. Smart now I'm here in LA full time. I didn't want to bring alcohol with me and I didn't want to, because I would do it at the wrong times Yeah. before, you know, before speaking engagements to, to, to take the edge off. And, and I've made that known in a lot of my speaking engagements, uh, just so people can maybe relate to me and maybe they can overcome any obstacles. So like 13 months alcohol free, I feel great. I tell people I traded Tito's vodka for green tea. So I'm a green tea guy, dude. No, I think that's a great thing. And I think that's a great thing to, to let other people know. I, you know, had a little bit of a drinking thing when I was younger. Yes. Was, uh, and I found for me, and when I stopped doing it for a period of time, that that is what gave me my control back. And I, I was able to, to, uh, and I, I've talked about like tobacco with the dipping tobacco, <laughs> you know, like I haven't done chewing tobacco in years, but I had my bounds where I'd stop it. I'd go back. I'd stop it. I'd go back. But it was in drinking. I, I found for me is if I, you know, I like to have a drink or two, you know, on some nights to relax. And especially at the end sure. of the night, I, I'll stop. Like if I see myself doing it for three or four days, I'll go, I'll stop. I'll stop it for two, three weeks just to have control of just so it doesn't get out of control. And I think that's a good thing, though, if you see something becoming a problem in other areas of your life where it might not necessarily be a problem yet, but you, yes. you see it getting maybe a little out of control, then it's it's good just to cut it out. And it doesn't mean that I don't want to be I don't want to be dependent on it. I don't want to yep. be dependent on it. I don't want to be hiding. I don't want to be, oh, do I smell like alcohol? Because I would be perfectly fine to take the edge off, but I just didn't want to bring that baggage to L.A. So it was a personal preference that I've been I've been strong with 13 plus months. Oh, congratulations. I think that's a great thing. And I did want to yeah. I wanted I had it here in my notes and uh, <laughs> speaking and I wanted to I had it talking about NXT season one in our spice days because I have a I have a great Fred Rosser, Darren Young moment with with myself. 
And I was telling yeah. the story about, uh, were you in the car ride the, the night we were, uh, the, the spice and if that was the legal alternative to marijuana at the time, that was completely yeah. legal at the period. And I, I, I had had a little bit of a run with that, with my ankle and <laughs> at night because I, I wasn't a big marijuana guy, but talking about the, either your nexus or against us when I was spiced up out of my mind, but I was going to think my story with you is, do you remember when I think is when they, after the free hotel run, it came to an end. Uh, where they they pay for your hotel rooms or they used to when they initially yes. get you on the road so you don't see how much money you're actually going to be spending uh, on the yes. road every week and uh, me and you shared a ho- that really really shitty hotel room. Do you remember this? Yeah, I remember. And when I was sick or I was uh, the lights were off. I remember also. All I remember is we. I think that we were finally we all rode together and we would all like. I don't remember what it was. Or we rode together. There was something. And we ended up sharing this really shitty hotel room where we didn't want to take our socks off. It was the worst hotel room ever. <laughs> D, the worst hotel room I've ever stayed in my entire career. Like, you hear stories of, like, Mick Foley and these guys, like, one-starring it. Like, I never again in my life one-starred Three stars minimum, brother. It was – It. but I remember waking up in the middle of the night, and you hadn't even gone to bed yet. You were rolling some, some spice joints up at the computer desk. And I remember looking up, I was like, God damn, he's still awake. And you were just yeah, going to town on that spice, man. Yes, I remember that story. I, I, hey, big man, I needed to go to sleep. Bret Hart says in a lot of interviews that once they started testing for the cannabis, he got pissed because the guys would do it to help them sleep, take the edge off, you know? So I needed some kind of alternative to, you know, sleep, big man. No, absolutely. That, I've actually... I now, in being here in uh, in Las Vegas, Nevada, marijuana is now legal out here, and I'm seeing all the shops pop up, and me and, and you know JD here. He actually JD was the one that you know I'm a big like I love investing now stocks and just the yes. whole deal. And uh, JD was the one that turned me on uh, to the to the cannabis stocks in Canada, and uh, they've done they've done me very well. But I've uh, the CBD I've become highly interested in. Because the CBD, uh, and I don't know if you're familiar, I would imagine you're familiar with that. All that Absolutely. The health Absolutely. Benefits and, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm way ahead of you on that, but keep going. No, but I just think it's, it's, it's great now in 2018 we're, we're evolving. And, and I feel like finally, and you know, with my Feed Me More Nutrition and trying to be health conscious with that and using natural sweeteners and no artificial colors and things like that, I feel like. Big man, I'm upset about that too. I'm upset you haven't even reached out to me to give me any any supplement. No, so D, here's my I, I here's my thing. Stu Bennett is the only professional wrestler who he he reached out to me and said, I don't send it to me. I want to buy it. I want to support the cause. And oh. I and I and I always he was he was the first one. But for me, you gotta so I didn't supplements are the one thing everybody thinks they should get for free for some reason. So I've, I've never asked anyone, a- anyone that's verified, just anyone that's verified, anyone that can cross promote. I'll shout it out every day. I'll do a promo code, something. Uh, D I would love to have you on as a brand support. I'll send you, <laughs> if you uh, get you, you make a hundred dollars for every 20 orders with your promo code D I'll bring you on. Wait, say that again. I'm sorry. What did you say? You get you get you get your own ten percent off code, and for every uh, twenty sales of the supplements, you get a hundred bucks automatically into yeah. your bank account. It's all we have a program no. all set up here, but it's uh, yeah. That was the one thing. Well, the other problem D too was guys in WWE at the time. 
nobody's going to sending them the supplements was kind of a, a no go for me because I knew I didn't expect anybody with to the shout way, it out. Yeah, because the way that I left, and, and Rusev has been one of them who he's actually bought the supplements too. Where he is, he's no, I understand, stuff, but no, I understand. I, no, no, not totally I understand. Know, I was just it was one of those balls. deals with where, like, I think guys don't want to get any. Not that I, I left and I was very outspoken and telling my truth of everything that happened. Very frustrated with a lot of things and the ankle and that guy. I totally get it. I, I totally I get. I don't it. expect them to plug it for me. So it essentially would just be, you know, my whole thing is when you own a business, you want it to be in the green. And uh, sure. it's very easy to start giving things away and losing track. And, and from everything I've learned about business, that was one of the things I kind of was, was advised on not to be too uh, trigger happy with just throwing things away. And not I throwing them away, I mean not throwing them away, but giving them out because you could start really, really cutting into your returns that way. But No, you're absolutely <laughs> right. And I'm learning that in the clothing world. But so David, now I that totally you're not with the WWE, I have no problem sending you some stuff, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, because I'm on a budget, man. I'm on a budget, so you would love them. I'm uh, telling you, that it is top of the line. That's uh, we we are doing well uh, with that. So that's uh, how you like living out in L.A. No, I love L.A. Uh, this is the place to be for like commercials and acting, and I've been out here a year, so it's tough uh, with the wrestling experience because out here I have to get my foot in through the back door. So yeah, I've got my. I've got some influential people, and even though I might not be making announcements online, moves definitely are being made. So I'm not that type of guy to announce something is going to happen and then it falls through. You know what I mean? So you're actually whatever happen and then... whatever pops off, people see on my social media, uh, people see on my Instagram. Uh, I switched it over from uh, Fred Darren to at Real Fred Rosser, Twitter and Instagram. So. Uh, People that follow me there, they can see exactly what's going on in my day-to-day life. That's that's awesome. Do you have now? That's interesting because it's like and then talking to Stu and like PJ, everyone kind of has their thing, and and I know I have my deal. I'm trying to get as healthy as I can be, you know, and I still wrestle and and doing the business stuff. But I I'm not really I don't really have any aspirations as far for acting. I'm not against it by any means. I just kind of have myself busy with other things that take up my time. Now for you. Is that something you're truly serious about with the whole, with the acting? Um, is that something that you, or have you taken acting classes? What have you done on that end? Um, are you out there making the right connections and, and things of that nature? Um, or do you see yourself, do you, do you want to continue to be a professional wrestler? Do you want to go back to the WWE? What's the goal here for, for Fred Rosser? Uh, well, I don't want to sound like I'm all over the place, but I'm out here focusing right now mainly uh, 24-7 with the clothing brand, Headquarters Clothing, uh, based out of Sherman Oaks. So uh, that takes up a great deal of my time because I'm invested into them. And the reason why I shout them out so much on my social media is because uh, the message, the the quality of the clothes, and uh, they're like family to me, you know. So uh, we have a close personal relationship. They're my business partners, but they're also my friends. Um, so I'm fully embraced in the clothing world. Um, the acting, the commercial, I'm getting coached when I can, when I'm not with the brand. So there's a lot of stuff going on with me and the brand means so much to me, uh, the headquarters clothing and the block, the hate movement, because it's uh, a movement that I started even when I was with WWE, um, the move, the movement, 
uh, is the block the hate movement. Anyone that receives hate for various reasons. In this world, we all receive hate for various reasons, but ultimately at the end of the day, in order to be strong and successful, we got to block the hate. So at the end of the day, I want the block the hate movement to be the next middle finger. The t-shirt is just a byproduct, but at the end of the day, I want it to be the next middle finger. You say I can't achieve my dreams because I have a speech impediment or I'm fat or I'm black or whatever. Yeah. Well, fuck you, block the hate. No, I think it's a great message. And that's something me and, and with JD and Asian Joe on the podcast, we talk all the time. And, and I've, I've seen it with, with since I've left WWE, I've, all these fake articles that come out and things taken out of context. And it, it's unfortunately, and it, it, you got kids out there and with social media and everything, it feels like, and I, I tell JD this all the time, like when I do my wrestling appearances or anything, I've never met a bad fan in person. I've never met a bad per human being in person. Everybody in real life, I feel like, because there's repercussions if you if you uh, act a certain way, but with social media, it, it, the, there's, there are no repercussions essentially. And I feel like that the, I feel like for us, 2018, as great as social media can be for some aspects, the less time we spend on these platforms, the better, because there's so much negativity and so much hate. I was curious on you have the, such a, a strong message with this, what your experience has been on social media overall. If you like it, you dislike it, and things of that nature. Well, <clears throat> when I first came out publicly to the world, I didn't really think it was a big deal. Yeah. But the minute I came out, bro, of all people, share uh, Icon contacted me on social media, direct message, and said, because of my story, it inspired her friend, who's a big wrestling fan, to come out. So thank wow. you. So of all people, share thanking me, I realized, man, my story's a big fucking deal. So I always say that. My fight is much more bigger than in the ring. It's outside of the ring fighting bigotry and hatred. And almost every day, man. And Absolutely. the proof is in my D the proof is in my DMs, man. People contact me and say how much of inspiration or what I should do to handle this situation, uh, or thinking about committing suicide. Yeah. People don't people don't joke about committing suicide. Nope, so when people so. that I've met and they contact me and they send me long paragraphs about thinking they want to commit suicide because their girlfriend left them or cheated on them. I have to then video message them and tell them to cut it out because yeah. I've met, you know, it's serious when I've met, met someone and they send me messages about committing suicide. I'm, I'm no doctor, dude. You're not a doctor. We're not doctors, but the only thing I can do is just be a, a be a friend and, if they don't have anyone in their family that supports them, be a part of my family on social media. So the one positive I like to look at my social media is it's my open diary to the world. So anything I've ever posted, it comes from the heart. So anyone that sees my Instagram, sees my Twitter, they can look at me, identify me, identify with me and say, well, if he can do it, I can do it. Because regardless yeah. of how I was used on WWE television, I still made it out of 800 plus people in the world that had competed under the WWF umbrella, you know, it's, ve it's a very small number, dude. So like Absolutely. I can say, I, I can say that I've made it, I've done it. <clears throat> so that's how I look at my social media. You know what I mean? I think that's the right way to you. You made it to the highest level. You, you performed, you've done, you did everything asked of you night in and night out. And for every, and I, I tell people this too, with one of the main reasons with the podcast and whatnot, is I wanted my fans to, to, to get to know the real me, but to be able to help people and give fitness and nutrition and, and little things that have helped me. But for every one negative message or hate message, 
you could be helping, you know, a hundred different people or a thousand different people that you help give them inspiration and changing their lives. And it's sometimes easy to get caught up on that one hate message. But if you block it out and you could just truly focus on your, your you are helping and giving all these people inspiration. I think it's a Big great man. thing. Big man, we're human, you know, uh, but I always say my speaking engagements, if they don't know you personally, don't take it personal. So yeah. if I, if some Joe Schmo says something to me on social media, I don't, I just brush it off. You know you what I mean? Yeah. Because they don't, they don't know me personally. So I don't get much heat and, and it, 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 there's a heat there sitting behind the computer. You know what I mean? So that shit don't bother me. Yeah. I got to keep moving forward because every time my feet, touch the ground when I wake up in the morning. I know someone's counting on me, especially in my LGBTQ community. <laughs> you know, we have Black Panther. Yep. You know, I want to be <clears throat> I want to be the superhero for the gay community because uh, there's a lot of wrestling fans that are LGBT ish and um, they're big wrestling fans. So I want to be that superhero for them. I want to be the Black Panther for them. Yeah, man. No, I just went too. that was another reason, you know, with I always you did a lot of the the be a star campaigns and the the different speaking engagements for WWE. and honestly, big man, I love doing it. I, I love do. doing I it because do. I love I enjoy doing it. It's practice for me because uh, and I hate to cut you off, but um, it, it was practice for me because before I came out, I would cut promos like, "Let me tell you something, I'm Bone Crusher Fred Sampson, and tonight this is my house." I would yep. make my voice sound more masculine, more deep, you yeah. know, and like I hated myself. And Kofi Kingston, if you ever talk to him. He, and he'll tell you that because we came up from the same area. I would okay. cut promos like this. So anytime backstage at WWE, he would be like, Bone Crusher. No one <laughs> yep, ever knew I what really... he was talking about. No one ever knew what he was talking about, but I knew. And I would be, you know, oh, stop it, Kofi, stop it. It was back in the day. But I would cut promos like that, man. Now I can talk like this. I can be comfortable in my own skin. Yeah. So that was ultimately why I came out, so I can talk like this. But yeah, and with the BS stars, anytime I could communicate or talk, you know, because Titus, he, you know, he was doing all the damn talking, you know, I'm yeah. big man, let me get something in, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you know what? I don't want at TV, I don't want any headaches. So I'm like, all right, I just go with the flow because yep. I'm going to stress myself out. So I just go with the flow. So I love doing the BS stars. So yeah. sorry to cut you off. No, it's funny you said that you go with the flow at TV. I was one of my things I was going to talk with Nexus. I always remember. That was the very early on in that where we would try to figure out who was going to do what on. Like as far as listen, listen, no one had my back except for Wade. Yeah, no, we all, everyone was so caught up on what they were going to do. I'm like, and yeah. then, but they would instruct too. They would say, "Skippy, we, we you know we want Skip to to do this right here," but like there were other things that were left up to us to decide. And finally, I believe it was Stu. Who just guys? We got to give Fred something here. <laughs> yeah, bro, that, bro. It's just a bro lot of guys, and, bro. There's a lot of guys, and like you know, different personalities, dude. And that's the beauty of it. And that's something that I embrace now. Back then, I was like, man, seven guys, man, so much competition. You know, we're yeah. all a team, but competition. So you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna be the dumb fuck and get lifts on my boots so I can look talk, talk like Paul. I remember this. So, so as we're doing running, as we're doing a run-in uh, and a uh, live event, I, I twist my ankle. I'm like, what the fuck, man? I so I didn't tell that. anybody. I'm taking off my boots oh, backstage. And I remember what, you, told, you told me I remember. And we, yeah. Yeah. 
And Wade's sitting across from me, and he's like, do you have lifts on your boots? I said, fuck, man. I said, yes, I have lifts on my boots, man. So I was so embarrassed. I, I, I didn't wear those anymore. But it was just like, you know, a lot of competition, you know. But, you know, we still were a team and everything, but... You know, we I, all try to stand I, out too at the same time. That's yeah. yeah. We, all, we all want to stand out. You you had an amazing physique. You know, I don't know who would be second or third in line, but I was damn there. You know, we we love the gym skit. So that's what I was uh, going to ask you too, D. Going on what your training regimen's like because for me, I I actually have I have I'm really big on when I was on with WWE, I would bring like my foam roller, my lacrosse ball. I'd bring some bands. I was usually doing stuff in my hotel room to warm up either after the long drive or for yes. the first thing in the morning. And I remember I remember seeing you at, and we, on one of the overseas tours. You were the one that turned me on to that ice foam roller, the massaging foam roller. Yes. And, and uh, I got the little guy here. Little guy, get away from the cables. I got my dog in the podcast room, and <laughs> he's starting to explore the uh, cables. I don't want him to knock anything over. But the uh, foam massage roller, and which I use every single day, which is – helped me tremendously with all the stem cell procedures I've had for my back. It is, it's selling, it is one of the best things I've ever come across. And you were the one that turned me on to that. So thank you. But what's your training regimen like? Because I know you're like me, you're always evolving, trying to, to get better. You know, what's your, your diet, your workout, your conditioning program, what's going on with all that now? Well, I don't cook. And like the only time I did cook is when I was with my boyfriend. I hate using the word partner when I was yep. with my boyfriend at the time. I, you know, we would cook as a couple. But eventually I started dealing with nutrition solutions and I like them. I, I like them. There's so many meal prep companies out there. Yes. I remember Chris Cavallini when he first started in Tampa. So um, I'm happy with the food. I've been with them over Geez, uh, almost two years now, and okay. uh, I'm I'm very happy with them. So, so from dealing with them, I'm able to like maintain my numbers. My maintaining numbers are like 2680, and I'm 220 pounds on the dot. So wow. when it comes to working out, I love functional stuff. I love movement. Yep. I love jumping. Uh, it's very therapeutic. Uh, for cardio, I like to do jump roping. Jump roping has, and I tell people all the time, has absolutely destroy belly fat i don't lose weight anywhere else like you know if you do too much cardio you'll lose you know you'll be saggy i don't lose weight anywhere else except for around the middle so uh i'm not certified i'm actually in the process of uh, getting certified okay. uh, because the reason why is because one of my favorite uh and i don't mean to get off track but one of my favorite independent artists uh that he's a singer he asked me if if he knew any train if i knew of any trainers out in california uh, because he would be here till December. And I said, yeah, I can refer you to someone. But it was that minute. I was like, man, I could be training <clears throat> on my downtime. Uh, you know, I, yeah. I could be trained my favorite singer, you know? So like I'm looking into becoming a celebrity trainer and I'm going to do it. Yeah, absolutely. But you again, you put your mind to man. I think that that's not a bad deal. You, you like fitness, you like training. I think it's only, it goes hand in hand. Why not get your certification? And if you fall into yeah. something like that, you can grow a side business out of it and do something you enjoy and help other people. So, Exactly. And I just want to have it in the can. I just want yeah. to have it in my back pocket as an accomplishment on my end. So, uh, again, with me, when it comes to training, I like to pair everything up. I like to keep my reps high. I like to stay moving. I like to do the yeah. ab wheel. I keep it basic. I have my gym in the back. Bob Backlund was big on the ab wheel, if I'm not mistaken. 
It's huge. I'm a huge, yep. huge fan of the ab wheel. My lower back is tight. Everything is right. Uh, huge, huge fan of the ab wheel. And also, it's all about how you do it, too. You don't want to, you know, you know, arch, arch your back down. It's all yeah. about technique and everything. But, yeah, I like to keep it moving, bro. I love movement. How are you feeling now health-wise after, you know, you're running WWE and, and whatnot? Because a lot of times in, in – when I left, my body, uh, I, I knew I was hurt. That was the reason why I left. And, and the other things were just creative and whatnot added on to it. But when I left, my body got way worse because the adrenaline went away. And uh, I turned into a 95-year-old man almost over. <laughs> <laughs> bro, bro, you're right. You're right. You're right. It, it, it's yeah, a weird. Absolutely. Arn Anderson always says time is a wrestler's worst, worst enemy. He, he wasn't you are absolutely right. And, when uh, we don't wrestle as much, when, when we're doing it five or however many days a week, it's a little different. Now you're doing it, I'm doing it maybe four or five, six times a month, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, like, yeah, you're right. That's why I love to stay moving. I train with a weighted vest on. I've been training with a weighted vest on every time I work at home for the past year. It, it's done wonders on me with my cardio in the ring. That You know, there's no other cardio, of course, like being in the ring, but it's yep. helped me out tremendously with the longer matches on the independence and i really enjoy the independence now big me man, too because, yeah uh, because i'm able to go longer i'm able to take my time the most difficult matches for me are the three minute matches where bob will where bob Backen would be like i want to see some wrestling i'm like coach man and i would be yeah. like legit coach it's, it's tough like i only got two minutes it's tough to exchange holes and bridges and stuff like that in two minutes. Can't tell that story. And, like yeah. he, would, and he, he would be so upset. So I'd tell a producer, can you please tell Bob? Because he thinks that I don't want to wrestle and he doesn't like this. So can you explain to him that it's got to be punch, register, and go? Yeah, it, it's a little different time. And especially in yeah. WWE. And when you have, you know, you're told you have two, three, four minutes. It's a different yeah. story that's being told. and. And it's a faster pace, and uh, it is what it, we none of us like it. It is what it is. Um, yeah, and, and but a lot of events he would enjoy because we would go a little longer, and I would sprinkle in some you know, of Bob stuff. Uh, so the live events were uh, live events were a little bit easier, and we would get to the building early, uh, and we would work out, Bob and I. And I had goals of um, teaming with Bob eventually I love at the Bob time. Bob. Yeah, at the time I think he was six sixty six, and I was. And I was 33, and I'm like, man, this guy could still go. Um, Shit badass. Yeah, and, and I would have loved to have teamed with him and maybe did a, uh, did a run, a funny run with the tag team titles, you know? Uh, Curtis Axel and Bo did it, so yep. why can't we do it? But, um, yeah, it is what it is, big man. No, I think that that's I, – I was really happy because I remember you telling me uh, about Bob before while I was still there or that you'd, you'd had that idea and – I'd done some appearances with Bob and, and I've read his book since I left and I was always I would always talk to him when I saw him and growing up I, I, I was a fan of Bob Backlund growing up and especially when he came back and as uh, the crazy Bob Backlund when, yes. when, when, I, when I was a kid, I believed that he was a legitimate psychopath and yes I, and, and, and people and bro. And bro people still do still, people still do but like no yep, one knows the like real Bob a moment. The, the moment I had, with, uh, I had a moment with him in the ring where I won a battle royal. No one did think I was going to win a battle royal. I won a battle royal, and the people erupted, you know? Like, this underdog won a battle royal. And it was the minute I knew, man, I'm starting to get some steam behind me. Yep. And, and I had told Bob ahead of time, I'm like, Bob, 
when I get the win, I said, show the people your strength. You're 66 years old. Lift me up. Celebrate with me. Yeah. So he was excited. So I did. I won the battle or whatever. He picked me up, sh showed me his strength. You know, then when we came to the back, you know, Vince, I said, oh, oh, was that planned? Him picking you up? I said, no, it wasn't planned. I just, <laughs> you know, he just he just did it, man. He, he, he just did it. So he would do things that were crazy. But I knew ahead of time what he was doing. And even if I didn't know, I just go with it. I don't care. That's the beauty of it, yep. you know, and he was a one take kind of guy, you know, you do those backstage segments. If you don't get it, if you don't get us in one take, you're not getting it. Yep. You know, and, and, and that's how Bob was. So I love Bob. The younger producers didn't like that, you know, because yeah. like Bob would let loose in one take and I'd be happy. Yep. And one, one time, that's it. That's it. He don't got it in him. So that's that old school mentality. Get it in one take. But it was fun with Bob. It was really, really fun with Mom, and he's the only one that trusted me driving long distances. You know? And he would, it, Titus would be in the, uh, Titus would be in the uh, passenger seat. I'd be the driver and Bob would be in the back seat. But Bob would be sitting like right in the middle, like watching me, making sure I didn't veer off the road or anything. Man, so gee, he was. I wish to God you guys had a camera and filmed all that for WWE Network. They could have, driving Mr. Backlund. Just you, Titus, and Bob in the back. Big, looking over big man, shoulder. big man, been there, done that. I asked him, I asked ah. him, I asked him, I asked him, I asked him. No, yeah, no, no. I know how it goes. I know. It's, man, you know, Bob and, and guys like, and I've talked about this before, but guys like Bob Backlund and Bruno Sammartino, to me, are the true, I, I love them. They, they were so talented. But I, the thing I like most about them is they were not quote unquote steroid guys. They were just yes. they were real athletes. They they worked Bob worked out harder than anyone. You might not you might look at his physique and not not think that he worked out more than anyone, but that guy was as in good a shape of as anyone. Bro, and I bro, he tested me. He tested me many times. Yeah. Bob tested me many times with the squats and I passed it with flying colors. I passed him with bands around my like yep. around my hips. To keep my hips strong. So, yeah, Bob tested me many times, man. Legit tested me. He those tried guys, to choke me out. They have heart, man. It, those guys at a whole other level, too. And I, I, I love that. And I, I, it's part of the message I try to tell people that you don't need that stuff to be successful. And uh, if, you, if you really just have a strong mind and work hard and not let other people's uh, decisions to uh, do bad things or to, to try to take a shortcut, let that influence you and keep know who you are, stay true to yourself. And those guys... To me, they're such great, you know, just such great inspiration. So I was happy you yeah. got to actually have a, a closer relationship with him and pick his brain and, and get some, you know, what he was all about for yourself because th there was nobody better. Yeah. Now, this brings me up. I wanted to bring, if you remember this, uh, it was one of the funny stories. I've talked about it before on the podcast. Do you remember WrestleMania during NXT? We all, this is when we were all walking on eggshells. And uh, the guy, we went to Hooters for a meal, the group of us, me, you, Wade. Yes. And, and uh, I don't know if there was, somebody else was with us. I don't know if PJ was with us, but somebody else. There might have been all of us. We're sitting at the bar, though, and uh, yes. or, and uh, me and you, some. I still to this day don't know how the hell this happened. We got into yeah. a, back in my competitive days when I was a fucking asshole. The, uh, exactly, we were competitive. Yeah, and we we got into a chicken wing eating contest. Do you remember? Yes, that? 
Yes, yes. And, but you had like the ranch dressing or whatever. So you had like and the hot wings. Double you, went, whammy. you went straight plain wings. You were very smart. Yeah, yeah, but you just, you just, what was the score? I think the score was like 72, no. 74, no, 73, we were, something so like that. I we, we tied, but I was a piece of shit and had asked the bartender to bring me one <laughs> wing after we agreed to tie because we were both so sick. So the, bar, the bartender yeah. brought out one wing on a plate and you gave me a look like, what the fuck are you doing? And I ate the <laughs> wing and you go, man, I'm done. I'm done. Like, because I, I went back on our... Because I wanted to be the winner so goddamn bad. Yes, I always yes, felt bad yes. about that because you were you were fed up with me at that point. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say I beat you 70, 73-72. We really tied because we came to an agreement that we tied, and then you know three minutes later, five minutes later, one lone little hot wing comes out, and then I eat it like, ah, uh, what a real dickhead move on my part. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, yeah, and then afterwards we were. You remember talking to Pat Patterson, and we were like awkwardly standing around him, and yes. we didn't know when to leave. And I'm like, oh, I just, huh? All such little bitches, Fred. Back then, none of us we we were all so afraid to leave Hooters because we had to walk yeah. by Pat Patterson and whoever else was over there because we were terrified they were going to make them all night. And we we all yes. we wanted to do we were tired. Me and you just yes. ate seventy fucking hundred and forty something wings between yeah. the two of us. Yeah, we just wanted to go to yes. sleep. Just, just a yep. bunch of rookies wanting to go to sleep, and we're so yep. we, we, of course, we walk by the table and Stu, ever, hello, how you doing, sir? And we we get stuck in a conversation. None of us, we're just waiting. We're like in our heads, are they going to let us go? Are they going to tell us to sit down and have a drink? And thank exactly, God they let us go. And uh, yeah. because we were terrified little bitches back then, Fred. No, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right, <laughs> That's dude. That's funny. You you remember that? That was. I look back though, man, and it was. Um, those were all those. That period was all so innocent and uh, developmental. Beginning of NXT, that was things you know started changing when you get to the main roster. But you know, sure. developmental. It's like it's until the guys in that NXT is even a little different now with the television and it's a lot more competitive. Trying to get on TV and whatnot for that. But back then, they always told us people would come down and say, "Enjoy this portion of your career. It will truly probably be what you know." One of the when you look back at it, no matter what happens in your career, probably be your some of your favorite times. And I mean, I go, man, I look back and you know, developmental is where you formed a lot of our friendships with guys, and and it, it was it was a more innocent period where you know politics weren't as much in place. We're all making the same amount of money pretty much down there. We're all struggling, kind of. We all love wrestling, and it was uh, something I'll forever be thankful though, because I get for because I got to meet a lot of great guys. So with you being one of them. So I'm forever thankful for that. Yeah. Um, uh, it was fun teaming with Tarver and uh, Tarver and Gabriel. And I love Tarver. I, I will always That's love right. Tarver to death. He, he's going to be, hopefully I'm going to, we're going to be reaching out to get him on the podcast here very soon. I would hope he would do it because you know, he, he, he was very talented, but uh, hell of just, a promo. Huh? Hell of a promo. Oh yeah, hell of a promo and promo class. Uh, but he, but you know, sometimes you know the stuff problems at home. He would kind of bring that to work and everything. But he didn't mean any harm. He's no. just like he's very down on himself. But he was he was a good human he, being. He was, yeah, he, yeah, he was he was a good human being, and um, he was fun to work with. Recently, he was fun to work with, and <clears throat> um, it's funny. Uh, a couple months ago, um, uh, someone from WWE had told me. Uh, that they were actually thinking about doing a, a Nexus reunion at SummerSlam, but 
the Chikar group in, from Philadelphia had already was already going to do it with us, the three yeah. of us, you know. Yep. And I'm saying, and, and, and I'm saying to myself, ah, but like I said, you know, it would be fun. I mean, honestly, to do, um, we're all established, and 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 I would love to do another reunion. Hopefully, um, hopefully with the company in the future. Yeah, no, PJ's has talked to me about that, and I know PJ talks to Road Dog a lot. I think for all of us, we've all kind of gone our separate ways and had success in all our own different ways. And but I think with yeah. the way, uh, I it, I know for us when we when before I broke my ankle at the night at, at SummerSlam, and then when when the group, I remember when we showed up to Raw, I remember all of us being extremely sad that we were kicking you out of the group. Because it, yes, I know <laughs> it was one of those that that was our first taste of uh, the shitty part of pro wrestling, where it's like we all came yeah. together and we it was it, it's a strange thing, man. And, and again, yeah, and, and we, that happens and you get kicked out of the group. It's right. funny because you all would beat me down and like, uh, you know, with tears in our eyes, nothing. Fred, with tears in our eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you guys weren't even like, uh, you guys were easy on me. No, it was, I look back, I remember that was kind of like the first beginning of like, man, pro wrestling, everything that the trainers told us about Dr. Tom, it, it was happening. And because it, it was, it was so surreal. I think in the beginning, we're all living out a dream. You're getting a taste of, of wrestling on the stage. You always wanted to wrestle for getting that, that the taste of, of people recognizing you and, being thrown in, not only that, but being in the main event and having the focal, focal point of the show be on you guys, on us. And and then that happens, you get kicked out, I break my ankle, and then we're, you know, and then watching how the group kind of went. And, and it, it ran on for some time after that, but it it never really felt like we really, it feels like there was some unfinished business with the Nexus still, as far as sure. the way it all came undone. And I, I think for all of us, I think it would be a nice, it would give us all good closure on the group. And I think the fans would like that as well at some point. But again, it would, it would have to be an, the ideal situation. And, 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 you know, a lot would go. Exactly. That. But I think a exactly. lot of people would be behind that if done right. Exactly. And I'm not going to lose any sleep over it, but it would be fun. You know, I want to make that publicly known. You know, I'm fun. not going to be one of those guys. I'm not one of those guys that, oh, they, they, they did this with me. They should have done this. They should have done that. Yeah. Hey. It is what it, it is. is. What it is. It yep. is what it is. Keep it moving, baby. All right, D. I want. I got one final question for you here before we go ahead and wrap up. I don't want to take up too much of your time. You've been great. We've almost gone an hour here. I wanted just for for the again. You've already kind of touched on this, but with all the hate on social media, you know, if there's one last thing you could tell everybody out there, any advice you can give to kids or adults uh, on how to deal with the hate on social media or, or negativity, or if something isn't right in their life, do you have any? advice for them, any, a message for them that, that you would like to give out to, to, to take it home? Yeah, you know, I always say, um, uh, again, if they don't know you personally, don't take it personal. And if you don't have anybody on your social media to reach out to, be a part of my family on social media. Um, uh, you know, with the whole Block the Hate movement, <clears throat> I want everyone to get behind it because there's 8 billion plus people on this planet. So, Every time I shout out the Block the Hate movement, I feel like it's not reaching, it's not reaching enough people. So I keep moving and I keep pushing, I keep grinding to get that message out because I always say one finger can't strike a blow. 
But if you ball, what happened, Skippy? What's that? Okay, it's up now. Yeah, I always yeah. say, <laughs> I always say, one finger, you can't strike a blow. But if you ball up all those fingers, you can strike a mighty blow. And Absolutely. you know, uh, the LGBT community and anybody, just not the LGBT community, anybody that gets bullied for various reasons have, has has got to be that fist. And um, you know, it was really cool to see you ride back and. Um, <clears throat> please plug my um, uh, my YouTube, uh, Fred Mister No Days Off Rosser. Um, I have a lot that, of cool, yeah. yeah, I have a lot of cool content on that um, because people get to see a little bit of your life on WWE television. But you know, I want them to see you know what I like to do in the gym, who I mingle with, you know, who you know how I act with my friends, you know. So it's Absolutely. a channel that. Hopefully people can be inspired by and motivated by. And I recently just posted one of my uh, last wrestling matches. It's actually uh, an LGBT kid that came out because of me. He's wow. a really good wrestler. He's a really good wrestler out here in LA, 23 years old. He'll be on 205. He'll be in NXT. Okay. Mark it down. So when I met him a few months ago when I got released, uh, well, no, I met him last year, last year when I got released and he came up to me. <clears throat> because I was training uh, in the ring at one of the wrestling school that he was training at. Okay. And uh, he said because of my story, he came out to his family. So he was kind of starstruck that I was there. And he moved well in the ring. So when I got an opportunity, Dolph's brother actually contacted me, Dolph's brother contacted me about right, doing man. a fundraiser. Yep. Le uh, uh, last, last Wednesday, I did the fundraiser. I said, I'll do it, but if I can wrestle this kid, Jake Atlas. So um, <clears throat> I wrestled this kid, Jake Atlas. It was an awesome match. We went 20 minutes. So that's one of the latest episodes on my YouTube channel. So it's all about giving back. So the story was I'm 34. He's, uh, he's 23. So he's, he's like, my time is up. But no, I, I, not today, motherfucker. I still yeah. got a lot left in the tank. So we told a beautiful story. So definitely, big man, if you could shout it out and, and um, definitely take a look at it. I'd appreciate it. But no, I saw that on your Instagram, which I was going to ask you, what is the Instagram everyone can follow you at now too and keep up with what you got going on? Twitter and Instagram, I go by my government name, my government <laughs> name, at Real Fred Roster. So okay. at realfredroster.com. I, I also have uh, the website too that you can go to to see what I'm wrestling next or oh. to – uh, definitely join the block the hate movement. So I always say none of us are as strong as all of us. No, that's well said, D. And again, Fred, I can't thank you enough for coming on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure being able to talk to you and catch up with you and uh, keep doing exactly what you're doing. You are you are spreading a positive message. You are you are influencing uh, the masses. And, and I know you're you're never satisfied. You always want more. And uh, you're going to continue to do that. And I see nothing but great things in your future and uh it's been a pleasure so thank you very much for your time fred thank you big man thank you guys all right and we'll be right back after these messages hey what's going on guys it's the big guy Ryback, and i want to talk to you about fuel meals my personal meal prep service i've been using for years meal prep at your doorstep fuel meals at fuelmeals.com has something for everybody an easy way to eat healthy in this fast-paced life we are all living. Whenever I'm in a pinch, I go to my fuel meals, and I love it. I love to eat real food, but the fact is I can't cook for every single meal of the day. So fuel meals come in handy for me when I need it most, and I think it could help you too. 
Tell them the big guy sent you and use discount code the big guy to save 15%. Fuelmeals.com. Feed me more. We are back. Hope you guys enjoyed the Fred Rosser, Darren Young interview. He's doing some great things. Very proud of him. Very happy for him. Uh, he's a great human being, a great wrestler. And uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed all that. I had a great time doing it. JD, I apologize. Didn't it? Uh... I'm out of breath after that one. Yeah, when, he, it was, uh, when I reminisce with my friends, I felt bad. JD, by the way, uh, Asian Joe, and, uh, we, uh, we did the interview. It was a uh, JD didn't get didn't get one word in for the entire <laughs> almost nearly hour long interview, and uh, it wasn't by design. It no. was just but we were talking about things that, from our past, and I was just like, man, I'm sorry. I felt like I wasted an hour of your day. Well, I mean, you did get to hear the interview an hour beforehand. I mean, uh, before the release ahead yeah. of time. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. No, let's just tell it like it is. I took a blue chew and my mind was elsewhere and I just didn't contribute <laughs> to the conversation. <laughs> but uh, it was a good time. So I'm enjoying the interviews. I hope you guys are as well. If you got anybody in particular that you think uh, you would like us to interview, I think we're going to look into maybe trying to get maybe Michael Tarver to keep the Nexus theme going. I know uh, Sean Stasiak has expressed interest. Kelly Kelly has expressed interest in doing the show, so we're, uh, we're not going to do them every week, though. I like doing the regular show still, and then plugging interviews in here and there. And it's uh, I'm... And, we're, and we're not going to interview the same people. All the podcasts. There, 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 yeah, there's, there's been some amazing podcast guests out there, but often at times you see the same people making the rounds, and you can only listen to somebody on so many podcasts before – the questions and, and the topic gets pretty repetitive. So uh, if you have suggestions for who you'd like to see us or listen to us interview, please keep in mind that we are trying to get guests that haven't um, done a bazillion interviews so that the interview can be more unique and we can bring you guys content that maybe you're hearing perhaps for the first time. Yeah. And it's not just wrestlers either. Um, yeah. That's what, I think that I, I, I'm doing wrestlers that I'm friends with to kind of get my, because we've done the show a certain way for a hundred and something episodes. When you interview, and I told JD this, when you interview people or you, the show, it, it's a little different format and it, it's not, it's, uh, I enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot more actually now that I'm doing it, but it, it's, uh, I just wanted to kind of get my feet wet because I want to make sure that when I start, you know, I have a few people, Gary Vaynerchuk, I eventually want to want to have on. Um, which he's pretty game to doing interviews and uh, having a discussion about social media with Gary, guys like that, you know, John Bravo with everything he's got going, getting him on eventually and kind of, it, it's kind of just a little bit of everything you'd like to, it would, uh, if there's, if there's somebody though, and it's not as enough to be in the wrestling field, you want go ahead and contact us. Asian Joe loves to hear from you guys, I believe on complaints direct messages on twitter yeah, direct messages on twitter whatever. complaints all go to asian slide joe. right in yes. there guys just uh, slide right in there so the it's always open d pics yeah send them to asian joe yeah on i'm gonna reg. i'm gonna put it on a website i'm gonna make money off your dicks so <laughs> that's <laughs> speaking of that with that i think it's that's a perfect lead-in for tips of the week yay. Just tip. tips of the week yay all right, guys, book of the week, Swing Trading, The Ultimate Guide to Making Fast Money One Hour a Day by Victor Lucas. 
Not a bad day for the big guy, by the way, if I haven't mentioned that already. Quote of the week. You will be too much for some people. Those aren't your people. I got that from the quotes up. Nutrition tip of the week. Wake up unlimited energy. Pink lemonade is keto fasting friendly, guys, with zero calories, zero carbohydrates. It is safe to take while fasting. A lot of pre-workouts are not. The new wake up unlimited energy. Pink lemonade is keto and fasting friendly. Workout tip of the week. P90X Ab River X. I've talked about it uh, multiple times on how, what a great ab workout it is. They have Ab River X 1, 2, and 3, though, on CalorieB.com, where they actually show you the ab routines. Uh, ab River X 2 and 3 are a son of a bitch. They are, and I've done two several times. I have not even done three yet. And uh, I got one. One is so easy for me now. The one, and it, it used to be, I remember when I first started doing it in like 2012, it was so difficult when I first started. And it's like, it's a breeze now, but like number two, it, there's a lot more, uh, a lot of core stuff in there. And it is, uh, if you're looking to really, really strengthen your abs, uh, check out the Ab Ripper X one, two, and three. And that's the tips of the week. Mike, I got a quick question about that. So when you master those levels, do you then go straight to the bitch? <laughs> What? Terrible joke. You said they were a son of a bitch. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm. I was completely lost. And I'm like, wait, what? Editor, can you please add in a professional sounding bottom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, editor Mike. We're not comedians here. No. That could have been funny. I might have just been too dumb to realize what I said and didn't know. You've been eating too much rice. Big dumb rice. You've been eating too much rice. That's, I did have sushi the other there day. There you go. Uh, anything you'd like to plug? Um, yeah, uh, Asian. Yeah, yeah. Did you just hit puberty? Oh, hi guys. Hey, hi, hi, guys. hi guys. Welcome, to, welcome to. Has he Asian got that Joe. flashlight on under the desk? Yeah, keep going. I do. Yeah. Um, AsianJoe.com. <laughs> you guys done? Okay, sorry. Yeah, okay. that was professional. All right, Asian.com. Uh, what's on Twitter and Instagram? Feel free to message me. I always like to receive messages. Um, also, if you're an adult, check out the MSR site for Instar Eating. I love how you're promoting this. Hey, they're my buddies. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, they're is. my buddies. They're... I thought you were just promoting ASMR. No, I didn't know. no, no. no. Uh, okay. my, my, my friends from Wood Rocket, who I've done the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle parodies, uh, Pokemon parodies and stuff like that. So um, supporting those guys. Good deal. JD. Anything going on? Yep. You can uh, check out my website, 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 www. Iron, iron. No, that's not the same thing, though, right? With the echoes? That wouldn't, that wouldn't fall into the classification of it, would it? Uh, maybe. I think, I don't know. Maybe I, you could be an ASMR reject yes. where they're like, you're, try, you're doing all the shit you're not supposed to do, but you think you're like this ASMR expert. 500, <laughs> 500 thumbs down. Just people hate your guts. This ASMR wannabe trying to change the game. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny, actually. Just throwing all this shit against the wall. Nothing sticking. Shit but video after shit sticking. video. Just people. <laughs> swear it's sticking. The worst comments. We hope you die. Just fucking people hate your guts. And you become more famous than anyone in ASMR. Yeah. yeah. That's usually how it would work. Oh man. Uh www.ironattitudebelts.com. I know you guys told me before I don't need to put in the www. Uh 
keep in mind if you are considering ordering a belt for somebody as a present for Christmas to please get your orders in by October 31st. After October 31st, select orders will be available to be put through as rush orders. Uh, once those slots are filled up, uh, you cannot get your belt in time for Christmas. So if it is after October 31st, please message me to check and see if you can get in in time. Uh, some people just assume that they can, and then when they realize they can't, they get mad at me. But I'm just giving you the heads up. There's also going to be a graphic on my new website, which will launch very, very, very soon. And you can also follow Iron Attitude, which is me, because I don't have anybody else running the account because I'm not cool like that, on Instagram at Iron Attitude JD. Good deal. I think I'm going to go backwards this week just to really mix it up. Follow me on social media, guys. I got at CWTBG and at Ryback22 on Twitter. At Feed Me More Nutrition on Facebook. Who still, by the way, I don't know if you, uh, Kylie, Kyback got a hold of me. That Instagram is now approved. Have you seen that for the swipe up stories? You can now put direct shop the tags in the shop for the swipe ups. Um, where they can literally, the product will be tagged and people could buy it directly from the shop, the swipe up, where it just like you, the supplement, whatever it is. But uh, I've not been approved, like we said, on Facebook. And uh, I pulled all my advertising on their platform and Instagram. They, um, for whatever reason, I don't know what the deal is. And I'm not, I can't, they, now they're not responding to my web guy. They won't even, they won't even answer his question on why supplement, they're saying supplement companies aren't allowed to sell supplements. Yeah. But all these supplement companies have shops on there, but they're not allowing me to have my shop on there. So it's an, it's an unfortunate situation. But I, again, I, um, I'm just not even worrying about it anymore. But we're, we're still trying to get that all configured. But anyways, Feed Me More Nutrition on Facebook. The Big Guy Ryback 22 and Feed Me More Nutrition on Instagram. At Conversation with the Big Guy on Instagram. Ryback247 on Snapchat. I'm really phasing that one out. I'm actually thinking of just deleting that off my phone pretty soon. Uh, I'm just, it's, I'm not using it. Which one? What, Snapchat. What, what, not, Snapchat? Yeah. I, I think it's, I think it's going to be, it's becoming more and more irrelevant. Yeah. And I don't mean, it, it's just unfortunately Instagram has become too powerful. I, I just feel anyways, personally, I'm sure there's other people that still use it, but I'm just saying, I don't see the point on, on using the same thing twice, uh, two different things. So. Well, it's just like, it's just like uh, Periscope got, demolished by by instagram live yep and uh i think instagram is is a they uh they have they have a they have a strong number one hold on on all that so this podcast so go guys youtube.com slash feed me more channel on youtube all amazon merch for feed me more nutrition feed me more the big guy ryback got some new designs coming on amazon p.o box seven five two seven four zero las vegas nevada eight nine one three six for all fan mail, Feed Me More Nutrition available on feedmemore.com and Amazon in Las Vegas here at Spartan uh, Wise Chiropractic. Sorry. For personal video shout outs from myself, go to cameo.com slash the big guy Ryback. I have a ton of those I got to get to. They're expiring here, so I apologize, guys, that they the add up. They've People are now requesting more and more odd uh, things as I've talked about it, so we're getting some. Uh, some pretty funny requests on those. So thank you. Popping guys. sounds? Yeah. ASMR uh, videos can be done on Cameo, guys, by myself. Failing horribly at it. 
Uh, all pro wrestling appearances, uh, book the big guy at yahoo.com or Bill Barron's at showbiz at aol.com. Check out my book, Wake Up, It's Feeding Time, motivational book on Amazon paperback and, and Audible in Kindle formats as well. And Fuel Meals, fuelmeals.com. Save 15% with discount code the big guy, my personal meal prep service. And uh, I'm a big fan of those, as you guys know. You've just listened to another episode of Conversation with the Big Guy. Thank you. And feed me more.